This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, March 27th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Wawa says that they will temporarily be suspending their made-to-order food service in Philadelphia in an effort to limit crowds and encourage social distancing. The change went into effect at 42 Philadelphia Wawa stores starting this morning at 5 a.m. In a statement, Wawa said uh, following recent guidance from Philadelphia city officials, they made this decision. The change in our Philadelphia city stores will enable us to move people through the store faster and keeping their interactions brief while further encouraging the practice of social distancing. As an essential provider, we will remain open to serve our Philadelphia community with hot and cold express items and an assortment of provisioning and packaged goods, keeping the health and safety of every associate and customer in our store our top priority, uh, the company said. Kathy, a couple days ago, I dropped by. I needed to pick up something and they had a sign on the door and they were only allowing 10 people in. I've seen oh, that too. Right at once in in New York City. Now I think um, most of New York City is is shut down now. But um, last week they it was one in one out of the liquor store. Right uh, there was a line that was wrapped around and everything was was covered in in plastic. So um, a lot of places are doing that now. This not as extreme, but ten in ten out. I guess um, is what Wawa was doing. But <laughs> but uh, no no made to order hoagies at this point. So press no it made just to... got real folks. <laughs> just <laughs> right. got real. But listen, hold on. This mm. is just in the Philadelphia store. Yes. Only Preston. Right, 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 right. Um, Wawa customers. You can go miss- to the one down the street that's closed, Preston. Yeah, I can go to that one. <laughs> oh, I know. That's right. Yours is closed. You can get gas. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'll just I'll have a gas sandwich. Honestly, <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> if you crinkle some pa- potato chips on top of it. Sure. <laughs> but listen, um, Wawa customers can still purchase items through the delivery partners. So oh. the the built okay. to order menu, yeah, items will remain available in the city of Philadelphia through delivery services provided by their partners at DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber Eats. In addition, mobile orders placed through the Wawa app will be filled through four designated Wawa stores that will be converted to delivery and mobile order fulfillment sites, Wawa said. So you can still get it. It's just you can't just randomly walk into Wawa, which is like part of what's great about Wawa is you just walk in. You get what you, exactly what you want and you leave. But now this is more of a, you know, you'll have to order it and go pick it up. On Wednesday, Wawa officials announced an employee at a store in Philadelphia became infected with the virus. The employee worked at the store on Aramingo Avenue. The store will be closed temporarily as the company evaluates the situation. And another worker in Lehigh County was also confirmed to be infected with the virus. Officials at the Pennsylvania Department of Community and Economic Development have received more than 16,000 waiver requests as business owners battle to reopen after Governor Tom Wolf's directive to close all non-essential businesses. One industry hit hard by the coronavirus pandemic is construction, but there are still many construction sites still operating around the Philadelphia area. The waivers being granted to construction projects are if it's considered an emergency repair. Examples the communications director for the Pennsylvania Department of Community and Economic Development gave were if the roof or the floors are caving in, if an establishment or a property is unsafe and something needs to be addressed right now, that would be considered an emergency. But I saw a report on on 6ABC and basically they were asking about other construction sites that are still operating that 
the floors aren't caving in, the roofs aren't caving in. And, so, and so, Kathy, by your best guess, does the repair of our Dunkachino machine work in there I, somewhere I don't know as a that's uh, critical situation? <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I just I, I saw a meme the other day, and somebody said, um, <laughs> uh, basically, calling yourself essential at this point is um, what was the? Oh, I forget what it was. Basically, that every everyone's calling themselves oh, essential. Of course, yeah, so yeah. I think that our Dunkachino machine is probably essential. Steve, I was thinking about maybe uh, creating because people are, are looking, some people are looking for work to do right now, a, a first world task force. Yes, first world task force. I um, love it. Yes. To address problems such as our Dunkachino machine, uh, which, you know, to some is considered a priority. And maybe we get to get out there and get these things. As you're again. embarrassed and listening to people with real problems around you talking, you probably don't want to bring up the fact that you, you know, you don't, can't find a good salmon sandwich. Right. <laughs> Then what you do is uh, the first world task force will yep. take care of that. Yep, exactly. Oh wait, I know what it was. It was um, it was uh, calling yourself essential is like uh, saying that you were a stripper's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah, 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 well done. The shuttered Glen Mills School in Delaware County will be converted into a FEMA medical shelter during the coronavirus outbreak. The shelter will help with the expected overflow of COVID-19 patients across the five-county Philadelphia region. The shelter will be set up inside the school's recreation center, which is about 86,000 square feet and sits on the 800-acre campus. The school has its own medical and dental facilities, a 2.5-megawatt generator uh, should they lose power, and even an airfield should they have to bring wow. in patients by helicopter from across the region. Yeah, this doing cool. with all that what'd you say what was the school doing with all that that's <laughs> well, they, i mean that's where they the students lived there yeah so, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they stayed there all the time so they they had to have all those facilities it's a pretty yeah. wild place yeah they have a huge campus and yeah. um if you see an aerial shot of it, it it's actually very beautiful yeah. i had no idea it was 800 acres yeah. i mean that that, that I, is, is that, that larger that, than the just saying institute it, i think it is steve but you know what does it, it yeah, i don't two, know if it's the, just no, or no, two hundred acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two hundred thousand acres. Two hundred acres. Do you think that eight hundred acres includes the golf course? Uh, that's a good question. It's not. I don't think it is next to it, Casey. In fact, I know it's not right. No, it's across the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, is it there? Consider it. Yeah, it is. It, it was part of the program. The uh, the student body was uh, would do all the maintenance on the. Uh, that's so cool. Golf so it's might a beautiful be, golf course. Yeah, if it, it might be part of the eight hundred acres. Okay. Uh, the fil- the facility will start with 250 beds, but could easily be expanded as needed. Officials say equipment could br- uh, begin arriving as early as this morning, uh, but for sure within the next few days, they say. Now, Mayor Kenny says a plan to reopen the former Hahnemann University Hospital as a place to treat coronavirus is off. The city could not reach a deal with the owner of the now closed down building and negotiations are done. Kenny speaking during a Thursday afternoon press conference said they could not come to an agreement with the owner, Joel Friedman, and we're moving on. According to Kenny, the owner wanted the city to buy the building. The city offered to rent the building and pay for upkeep and expenses, but the owner would not agree. Dude, to be honest, this is a mind F. You have a hospital seriously, sitting right seriously. there. A hospital ready right there. Empty. Come on. Not working, yeah. Uh, now, Friedman's spokesperson said the company offered the city a lease for $27 per bed per day, far less than rates being offered by other shuttered hospitals during this crisis in other parts of the country. The mayor said city officials looked into the option of securing the hospital through eminent domain, but realized they would have to buy the building to uh, and do not need, uh, I'm sorry, they would have to buy the building and do not need to do that, nor uh, do they have the resources at this time. The city of Philadelphia confirmed 
The number of positive coronavirus cases jumped to 475, and they upgraded the risk to uh, the risk to the city as community transmission. That is an additional 127 cases since Wednesday afternoon's press conference from 762 test results that came in on Wednesday. In sports this morning. <laughs> So not coronavirus related, but Fred Curly Neal, the face of the Harlem Globetrotters for 22 years, died at the age of 77. This just sucks. We're going to talk about it, I know, later on, Preston, but this just sucks. Yeah, so sad. In 2008, Neal became just the fifth Globetrotter player to have his jersey retired. His jersey was raised to the rafters at Madison Square Garden during a special ceremony. Neal played in more than 6,000 games in 97 countries for the Globetrotters from 1963 to 1985. In the NHL... Uh, if the NHL were to resume play this season, Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby wouldn't mind skipping right into the postseason. On a video call with reporters, Ovechkin said, I'd rather start the playoffs right away. And Crosby added, he would like to get in as many games as you can, but I wouldn't mind starting right in the playoffs. The NHL is working on several different options on how they could complete the season and have told teams to look into building avail- availability through August. On how about Hotman uh, Hosmer? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> On Wednesday, the NHL's chief medical officer cautioned against the NHL returning to play too soon and said it is a very diff- it's very difficult to predict a time frame at this point. And Sixers partner Michael Rubin said his apparel company, Fanatics, hopes to produce a million masks and gowns for hospitals and emergency health care workers over the next two months. That's Rubin great. is the founder and CEO of Fanatics, which is making the masks and gowns out of the same material used for Major League Baseball players' jerseys and starting with available fabrics from Phillies and Yankees jerseys. And they not only pre- that, Kathy, they have the pinstripes on them. They look really they look cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think the easiest thing to convert would be the jock straps, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right to the mask. Yeah. yeah. They are producing the masks from their repurposed manufacturing plant in Easton, Pennsylvania, and the company intends to distribute them to hospital and emergency personnel in Pennsylvania as long as there is a need during the coronavirus outbreak. Now, there you and go. that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, it's a Friday morning. If Friday means something to you, then congratulations. Yes. You've made it to the weekend is just an arm's length away. You get to go home now. Uh, yeah. No, but so, no, I mean, for those who are, this I is know, standard Friday, you know, you, with standard Friday for us, so uh, I'm happy that it's Friday. Uh, we give away a word of the week prize today, yes, which we is do. pretty cool. So we got a four-pack of tickets to see Def Leppard, Motley Crue, uh, along with uh, Poison, Jones Jett, and the Black Cards. That's, that hasn't been uh, postponed or moved as of yet, so the tickets, we will have a chance for you to win. And if something ends up happening, I'm sure they'll you'll be able to redeem those. We'll keep an eye on that. A lot of stuff has been canceled and continues to be canceled, and we'll make you aware of those things as we go along. Uh, we also have an announcement about an MMR event coming up at 8 a.m. I think you'll be happy about this one. I think it's something that a lot of people could use right about now. So don't miss that. A good friend of the show, Mr. Michael Giacchino, will be joining us on the program today as a guest. And we will uh, we'll talk to him around 9 o'clock. And you can celebrate being at home by watching his short film called Monster Challenge. I haven't seen it yet. Have you guys seen uh, it? I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah I got to check I, I look for he, His other stuff that he did was so good. Uh, it's part of our uh, just shooting the S series, Preston. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. People aren't promoting anything, really. Yeah. Exactly. But it's he's... A- Yes, Nick. I'm sorry, Preston. You'll love it. It's really funny. It's got Patton Oswald and uh, Ben Schwartz in it. And uh, it's Chiquino's, I believe, directorial debut. But it's only 10, 13 minutes long, something like that. But it's, actually, it's really well done. 
Nikki, actually, I think he directed one of those, uh, the, the parody of the Japanese game show. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, right. I think that was one of his as well. So, oh, yeah. Is that what this is? Because then I watched it. Nick? Mm. Okay. Yes, never... th- that's what this is. He, oh, was oh so it's, an, it's not brand new. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, it's, all right, cool, it's, cool, cool. It's brand new to YouTube. It, it's a ba- brand new uh, to be free to the masses. Coco okay. Lovable. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know who Michael Giacchino is, he is one of the most prominent uh, composers in film as we speak. And he's done everything from The Incredibles to Up to uh, Star Wars. Uh, which Star Wars film did he do? He did Rogue One. He did Rogue One, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, just, you know, Planet of the Apes. Spider-Man, Jurassic World, phenomenal, everything. He's incredible, and he's one of the nicest people you will ever meet. So he'll be, and he's from Jersey. Uh, so we'll talk to him around nine o'clock this morning, six o'clock his time. Uh, so that is going on. We have the Daily Rush Madness matchups. We have the winners from yesterday. We will tell you who is moving on to the next round, uh, and then we will give you the new videos to check out and to vote for as we go through the course of the morning. They should be up and and ready. Let me check in with our our Internet uh, Bureau uh, (laughs) from Center City, Philadelphia, Marissa Magnata. Marissa, is the voting ready for uh, the Daily Rush Madness matchups today? Does anybody hear that repeating? Yeah, I do. Uh, Marissa, I can't hear you at all. Yeah, we heard her earlier uh, when we were off air. No, nope. you've got to be kidding I got nothing. me. I see your I, your lips move, but I can't hear what you're saying. You're so small, I virtually can't see you. Doesn't uh, she have the same setup as Nick? Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> She's giving a thumbs up, but Nick, I tell you what. call her, help her. What's, yeah, what's the F? Oh, just, I don't it's know. frustrating. What song is that? Uh, comfortably numb by That's Hayley it. Lloyd. Yes. <laughs> oh my! Uh, you got it. Yeah. Well, no, because you, you guys said you guys didn't sing the right melody. I think you sang yeah, the right no, words. Sang the right melody. No, no you did, but then Steve move, didn't. But I no, didn't I, I, I did. Roger Waters is on line three. He says he is. Yeah, oh. he said it was uh, absolutely accurate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he started to cry. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll try to get uh, Marissa's audio worked out, and uh, I've got some entertainment stories, a stupid question, some stuff to give away. We'll take a break. We'll. Be back in just a moment. You stay with us now, don't ya? Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we will do the stupid question this morning. And as a prize, we're going to give away a $60 Metro Diner gift card. And our question has to do with Winston Churchill. Ah, big fan. You are? Yeah, big fan. The writings of Winston Churchill, his life. 1953, Churchill was awarded a Nobel Prize. What category of Nobel Prize was it? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Okay? So in 1953, Churchill was awarded a Nobel Prize. What category of Nobel Prize was that? Call now. We'll go through the birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. Today is Friday, March 27th. Uh, we have one of Casey's favorites <clears throat> celebrating her birthday today, Mariah Carey. Oh, oh yes! 
Now it says here she's fifty year old, fifty years old. And next to it, it says disputed. <laughs> it's oh, been yeah, disputed. Probably. I think every year when you read her birthday, Preston, we have yet to determine exactly what her age is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. I want my age to be disputed. You do? No, everyone Aww. knows you're fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mariah Carey, yeah, I remember when uh, she first hit her first song, Vision of Love, I was like, whoa. Yes. That chick has got a voice on her. And she's purdy. And she was purdy, too. Uh, I saw her in concert for the first time in my life about a year ago. And how was it? it you know what? It was great. I had the <laughs> I had an awesome time. My wife bought me tickets for Christmas. She didn't buy herself tickets for Christmas. She bought me tickets, right? And because I'm a, I was a huge fan. I yeah, really, I, you, honestly, the first for all album, that we've known you, for all that she's been around, you've always been singing the praises of Mariah Carey. The um, the unplugged album that she did for right. uh, MTV is awesome. I um, I, you know, I, I bought it when it when it came out. I have. But you it thought now she, and, you, there was a period where you thought she she'd gotten a little too. Wild and, and sort of slutty, right? Uh, you didn't approve. Well, she started off very innocent. She right, started yeah. off pretty straight ahead, great, you know, going on the merits of her voice alone. Yeah. And then, like any pop starlet, it she, happens. She goes through a slutty phase. Well, yeah. she got a divorce. <laughs> she got and a divorce. She, she divorced right. Tommy Mottola. She yeah. got boobs. And then um, married a guy with a turban. <laughs> <laughs> she did marry a guy with a turban. But I was never like, I was never like, oh my God, she's so hot. She never really did it for me like that. It was uh, the music. Really? It was. It was always her music. It was always her voice. Kathy? Well, her voice is great. No, but she did have. Um, she was. Uh, I don't want to say bigger because that's stupid. She's not big in any way. But like she, she had some curves. So she. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, she, I think she was at her best when she hit a deuce fifty. Oh, <laughs> no, stop no, it. no, no, no. She's you know, a. Her disputed age, though, is either 50 or 51. Oh, okay. really? Uh, it's not much. Right. <laughs> yeah, she hard. looks great. All right. Mariah is uh, celebrating her birthday Celebrating her birthday today. We're moving on. Qu- right. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yes. Uh, celebrates his birthday today. Big year for him. Uh, I'd have to say uh, Once so. Upon a Time in Hollywood is uh, and it's way up there. It might be it's great. neck and neck for my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie of all time. Oh, no, no kidding. kidding. I, I, I really <laughs> loved it. I really did. And I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. And when when it finishes up, not and I won't give the ending away, but it you realize it really is sort of a fairy tale. Yeah. You guys love him, and you love all his movies. And I, I don't think, though. Oh, you don't? Uh, no, there, you there, there's some there's there are times there's some stuff that I do, and some stuff that I don't. So a lot of times he'll fall back on Quentin Tarantinoisms. And um, yeah. like, and and he and, gets a little I, cute with this dialogue, right? And, stuff, and, yeah. and I, I can find that annoying. But when he's on his game, when he's doing things like Kill Bill and stuff like that, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, well, so wait, I'm sorry. What were your other favorites? If you were to do your top, so I'm gonna put Pulp Fiction up there. I'm okay. gonna put Kill Bill uh, and uh, Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. Yeah, my nephew. I'm so proud of this kid. He's uh, about to turn 18 years old, and he had to do like a big. I, I, it might have actually been his college essay. And it was basically, uh, it was an essay about Reservoir Dogs. It's his favorite mm. movie of all time. I'd have to go uh, Pulp Fiction 1, uh, Glorious Bastards 2, Kill Bill 1 and 2 tied for third. And then I'd probably put um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So what I was going to say was, you guys, you know, you have all these movies, and but I hear his name and I'm like, am I going to be able to get through this movie? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy, my wife could not finish Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She hated it. <laughs> and then Kath- I put Django Unchained on there too. Oh, that's a good Love one. Love that movie. Go Kath- ahead. Kath, are you okay? You okay? <laughs> no. No, man. <laughs> I'm pretty f- Far from okay. <laughs> Quentin is 57 today. Uh, actor Michael York, who's had a long career. 
uh, movies that go back to the Three Musketeers and Cabaret. And, of course, he was in all the Austin Powers movies as Basil Expedition. Uh, yeah, Exposition. He was Exposition, great. And yes. uh, uh, Logan's Run. Do you remember that movie, Preston? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, always liked him. He's uh, 78 today. Uh, Tony Banks plays keyboards for Genesis. Love him. Celebrating his 70th birthday today. The way you love Mariah Carey is the way I love Tony Banks. <laughs> <laughs> I love Genesis. Yeah, they're a great band. And he's, he's uh, he was on the, on the forefront of, uh, you know, synthesizer technology and stuff like that. Preston, as a kid, I remember just thinking, or you know, when I was into the band so much, and you'd see him there with, like, like Banks and Banks, and his name is Banks, of, um, of uh, uh, keyboards, yeah. and he'd be playing behind him and in front of him to the side and all that stuff is just incredible stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he's, uh, like I said, the big seven zero today. And they're going back out on tour. Yeah, ostensibly. that's the word. We'll see yeah. when that happens. Another keyboardist has a birthday today. His name is Andrew Ferris, one of the Ferris brothers for NXS. And this morning, on the way into work, I was uh, popping on some music and I listened to Don't Change, which oh, starts man. off with the keyboards. Yeah. And, uh, great. It's such a great song. And, 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 I've, I've met them go, uh, all. And uh, yeah, it's this is... Their greatest hits. Fantastic album. Agreed. Uh, Andrew Ferris is 61 years old today. Uh, then from NCIS, Polly Perrette, or Perret, I'm not sure exactly how you say him. I've always said Perret. Uh, but she's the, the, the punky, cute character. No longer on the it. They tried a sitcom with her. I don't know if they're moving ahead with it. You remember the one? There was kind of like a regular in front of an audience sitcom that was coming out on CBS? I didn't see. No. Yeah. Um, but I, I always liked her. She's really cute and yeah. a good actress. She's 51 today. Uh, a couple more musicians. Uh, Scott Anderson, who is the lead singer of Finger Eleven. And, uh, yes, we definitely know this song. We play it quite a bit, Paralyzer. Uh, yeah. So he's uh, 46. Did they do a, a band on the boat? That. They did. They, oh, they did. did. Remember that, Preston? They did. Uh, did, was that one? That, that was actually on the New Jersey. Uh, it was on the New Jersey. It was. I think that was the one where we didn't actually leave port. Because no, no, I no. remember walking away as they were playing. They had a song called One Thing. It's a really, it's a slow song, but it's a really, really pretty song. Now, the USS New Jersey one was literally on the battleship, so it definitely didn't leave the port. No, Nick, I, th- I think we took it out, and yeah. I think we attacked a few uh, Japanese submarines. <laughs> well, we blew up the bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bridge went down for a bit, yeah. Uh, Nick, um, which one did they do then? Because I know that they didn't leave port. Well, that, uh, that was the one where it was on the USS New Jersey, and uh, but there was another band, Casey, where the, the band on the boat did not leave the port. Uh, but they also came to camp out one year because uh, I remember getting drunk with half the guys in the uh, <laughs> yeah. the bar I, over at the Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, I, don't th- right. I don't think it was the one on the New Jersey because there was a band and a member of that band, Brother, is a famous actor, and I can't remember... Exactly. Oh. Chuck would know all this. Was it Filter? It wasn't Patrick, right? Yeah, Richard Patrick. Yeah. Or, yeah. It wasn't Filter. No, it wasn't Filter. Oh, not. damn it, Chuck. Where are you? We need Chuck. Uh, Chuck will Chuck will lead us to freedom. Uh, but uh, Finger 11. And Chuck shall lead them all. Lead singer Scott Anderson is 46 today. Fergie. Fergie. Yeah. When I come to the club, step aside. Don't tell me that remix would be such a hit. One more time. Nick, 
Well, well, while your girlfriend is asleep in the house, I would love for you to do that right now. Do a wake up call. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we need to like. I, I love a recorded. Ver- that should be her alarm. <laughs> yes, it should. You know what? That should be everybody's alarm. <laughs> you know what I like about Fergie too is that she was never afraid to fully urinate and defecate on oh stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's divorced from Josh Demel, right? She's divorced from Josh Demel. Yeah, she finally went through. Forty-five. Today. I never understood that anyway. What that marriage? Yeah, he's too good looking. Josh Demel's yours, right? Yeah, yeah. Small penis and all. Uh, what's Does that all about? Small penis? No, well, that was no. We, there was a picture on where it looks like he, <laughs> he had a small junk, but I'm sure it's an anaconda in his pants. Last birthday is Na- actor Nathan Fillion, uh, who's yes. from Castle and Firefly, and he is forty-nine today. All right, let's see if. We can get an answer to our stupid question this morning. Winston Churchill in 1953 uh, was awarded Nobel Prize for what category? 215263WMMR is the number, and we will go to Greg and let him take a shot at it. Hey, Greg, morning. Good morning. Uh, Greg, what category did Winston Churchill win a Nobel Prize in? Literature. Literature. Oh. You're right. Greg, hang on. We're going to give you a $60 Metro Diner gift card. Metro Diner is offering Metro meal packs that feed families of four to six in a variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner bundles, including signature fried chicken and waffle and uh, house-made meatloaf. And for more information, you can visit MetroDiner.com. Uh, All right, I looked it up. Finger 11 definitely did the USS New Jersey. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, so, but I don't. I still don't remember, and Chuck will know which band we did when we did band on the boat. There was one where it never left the. It port. was the Navy Yard we were leaving from. Yeah. We couldn't leave because the sewage system aboard the boat backed up. <laughs> it was not pleasant. Okay. Apparently, you're not allowed to set out to see if you can't flush your toilet. No, you definitely don't yep. want to do that. All right. So Angelina Jolie has donated one. A million dollars to fight child hunger during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, She made the contribution to No Kid Hungry. Uh, She told E, as of this week, over a billion children are out of school worldwide because Mm. of closures linked to coronavirus. Did you see Drew Brees and his wife? They donated $5 million. Wow. That's wonderful. That's awesome. uh, You're you're seeing inspiring stories like that. Good for them all. Yeah. Uh, And I have a few of those stories, which I'll get to. Jolie had uh, continued by saying, many children depend on the care and nutrition they receive during school hours, including nearly 22 million children in America who rely on food support. No Kid Hungry is making resolute efforts to reach as many of those children as possible. Um, She's in good company. Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard have waived tenants' rent in April. Uh, they've also donated over $150,000 to No Kid Hungry. Arnold Schwarzenegger donated uh, $1 million to Frontline Responders Fund. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively revealed they'll donate $1 million to Feeding American and Food Banks Canada. Uh, Kylie Jenner also donated a million dollars, but she donated to her OBGYN, huh. who will help fund hundreds of thousands of masks, face shields, and other protective oh, okay. gear. So good on them. Uh, Meghan Markle reportedly put Prince Harry on lockdown during the coronavirus. Get in there! Forbidden him from visiting the UK to see his father, Prince Charles, who has been diagnosed with it. Under uh, no circumstances is she okay with him traveling anywhere right now, according to an insider who spoke to the Daily Mail. Well, are they, they, they FaceTiming? Are they FaceTiming, do you think, Preston? They have to, right? Uh, yeah. Prince Charles? How do you work this goddamn thing? <laughs> Can, no, Dad. Flip it around. Flip it around. I'm seeing... Um, no, I'm, tripping, I'm seeing out the window. This effing thing. I'm sure they're going through yeah. that right now. 
Uh, on a brighter note, Harry and his estranged brother Prince William have uh, become closer because of the pandemic. All it took was a uh, global disease. Yep. So the source said that uh, she said this world crisis has actually brought them all closer together, especially Harry and his brother. Uh, Harry has made it very clear to them that he will do whatever he can to help from Canada. Meghan is secretly calling Prince Charles saying, can't you just go in and hug the queen once? (laughs) (laughs) Now, after rumors of her debut on Disney, Meghan has officially joined the House of Mouse. The Duchess of Sussex will lend her voice to the upcoming documentary film Elephant which will debut April 3rd in anticipation of Earth Day. Uh, Elephant's debut on Disney Plus will be joined by Dolphin Reef, a new film narrated by Natalie Portman, as well as the streaming debut of Penguins, which we dropped in theaters last year. Those Disney nature movies are awesome. According they do E.T. They do such a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori Laughlin, Mossimo Giannulli, uh, they, and their 13 other, and a set of 13 other parents are petitioning a federal judge to throw their cases out. Uh Uh-huh. Laughlin and uh, the others claim that evidence shows that the FBI pushed Rick Singer, the alleged mastermind of the plot, to extracting evidence from parents under false pretenses. In the legal document, President then said dot, 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 and the coronavirus. Uh, The defense said for government agents to coerce an informant into lying on recorded calls to generate false uh, inculpatory evidence, uh, against investigative targets, and then to knowingly prosecute those targets using the, that false evidence is governmental uh, malfeasance. Malfeasance. Shall we assume that the inculpatory is the opposite of exculpatory? We probably oh, should. Maybe. So yeah. yeah. And we're, what, we're what, is, our... what is malfeasance? Uh, uh, a wrong act. Okay. Governmental malfeasance. Sometimes you have to bathe your dogs to get the malfeasances off them. Of the worst kind okay. of defense. So is a feasance a right act? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about that with Instead the... Instead uh... of malfeasance, a feasance? Yes, it was... Uh, what was that word? It was like... Dis- not disregard. Oh, discombobulated. Discombobulated. <laughs> if combobulated was actually and we, a word. And we, uh, we uh, found out that combobulated is not a word. No. You can only not do something in this yeah. version. Uh, so they can. The notes on his phone. Singer wrote that FBI agents yelled at him and instructed him to lie to parents to say things in calls that could then be used against him. Wow. Well, that certainly is um, inculpatory. Uh, now, uh, prosecutors <laughs> extemporaneous. Yes, uh, and malfeasance. Yes. Prosecutors have admitted. Uh, in court, that they should have handed uh, handled the evidence over early, or handed evidence over earlier, and they are scheduled to answer these latest charges in a filing due on April seventh. I wonder if this is going to be a pivotal moment in the case, you know, because the, the world is still going on, legal stuff is still going on, yeah. you know, and, and we'll see how this plays out. Yeah, uh, Justin Thoreau is staying fit in isolation with his dog Kuma. In case you were concerned, this is great because I was worried about him. I think there he is, all alone in his apartment. Uh, the 48-year-old leaky apartment shared a, a video of himself on Instagram story with his pit bull who interrupted the sweat session to kiss him. Uh, followers love that, but also the shirt he wore, which was a Britney Spears tank top of sorts. <laughs> you know, he's in great shape, right? He's in great shape, and he can do no wrong because, as you remember, he is the one who created Simple Jack. Mm, this is true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ray Romano, Isla Schlesinger, Howie Mandel, Nikki Glaser, Bill Burr, Mark Maron, and Pat Oswald are among those who are set to perform uh, what's being called Laugh Aid, April 4th, a four-hour live stream. 
that will benefit Comedy Gives Gives Back uh, Coronavirus Relief Fund. Uh, so I don't know the details on how you're going to get to see that. Uh, it's yeah, I don't know. Some some of these are actually being carried on broadcast television. Some of them are on YouTube. Uh, we can get the specifics. Uh, do you do they have a, an actual targeted? Um, a group that they're looking to benefit Preston because I you know a lot of these entertainers are doing people in the service industries like cl- club owners and then also people who work on movie sets and things of that nature in their well, own said industry. It's going to benefit Comedy Gives Back Coronavirus Relief. Fund. Okay, so whatever that is, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah, okay, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they're doing. All right, uh, the woman behind Gal Gadot and Renee Zellweger's nails. Christina Avila's adieu, or Ayud, I don't know how, all day, I don't know how you say her name, all but day. she is giving pointers to those who want to keep their nails looking sharp, sans salon. You're saying I have the opportunity to make my nails look like Gal Gadot? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God! <laughs> now, Kathy, listen up. Okay. And Marissa, I know you can't respond, but if nails are important oh, to you. Oh, she can know. respond because I got her over here, Press. Oh, okay. Marissa, yeah. can we hear you? Let's see if that works. This right? Uh, kinda. Still yeah. sucks, but it's Oh, okay. but you know what? It's going to come through. Here, I have to turn my phone down. Hold uh, on a minute. Uh, otherwise, we're going to hear it through this, through my microphone. All right, turn. While you're doing that, let me just tell you. So this is the first time probably since college that I haven't had my nails done. <laughs> really? Okay, I, so. I get my nails done every single week, and even if I don't go to the salon, I will do it myself, but uh, I'm sort of giving them a breather. I hate to tell, well, Preston, I think you'll get this reference, but uh, Kathy's been home for a while, and. She sort of looks like Papillon when he sticks his head out. Of his, <laughs> just, how do I yeah. look? Uh-huh. I still look great. Knock yeah. it off. Uh, I still look great. Christina Avila's day. This is what she has to say, Kathy. If I'm going to be doing my own mani-pedi, I'll file on dry nails first, and then I'll take a shower. After, I use my towel to push back my cuticles on my hands and feet. Then wait about 30 minutes or so to let the nails get back to that dry state. Hmm. When they hold on to water, that's not the time to polish because the nail is expanded. When you put polish on expanded nails, it shrinks back down and your polish chips faster. Slow down. I'm writing this. And if you're not good at applying polish, she recommends the dry brushing technique. Uh, You wipe off as much polish from the brush, then sweep it across your nail. You can use different colors or the same color, and each time you brush, you're going to get less and less, so it's more of a sweep-like texture or feather book. That's the secret. At which point in this process do you eat rat poison? Uh, (laughs) You can pick three colors. Anything more than that is too much. That way, you're not worried about the perfection, and there's lots of room for creativity. The thing is, Steve, I was listening to everything. Well, I know you're nailing What about you guys? I know all of this uh, already, and also, this is so stupid. Oh, okay. Yo, easy. <laughs> here, here you have, by the way, Preston had to get out of bed driving. He's trying to give you useful nail information. No, no, well, I, I appreciate Preston. And you throw it right back at it. Why don't you stare into one of your cat's butts? Hmm. It's stupid on the mar- manicure side to release that right now. Really? Why? We're worried about our nails. <sighs> Some people, Kathy, have you seen, uh, Kathy, I can go rock climbing. My, my toenails are so long right now. I'm I'm sure they are. Well, th- I think we we want to have the trappings of what we do in normalcy, right? They tell yeah. you to do those things early on, Preston. You said do things that make you feel shower, clean, change your clothes, mm-hmm. shape, do those things. Yeah, this is but, part of that process, isn't it? I think so. But let your nails dry before you paint them. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we should well, consider this... that Kathy might be on her period right oh now. Oh my That's god! Right. Wow. Uh, That's no, not going to help. I know. <laughs> is, I can't believe you guys happen. are all about this. 
I th- I'm doing it for you. I th- I my listen. God. I thought I was surprising you with something nice, some cool advice. Ooh, this is... Uh, no, uh, Preston, no. you're Thank stupid. Thank you so much, Preston. It was Nothing. curled up. It, it was crumpled up and thrown back in my face. No, I do appreciate it. I'm just saying, I don't think that you should really worry about your nails right now. All right. All right. All right. You'll make it through on the other end. Let me... Wow. Man, oh man! It's not a survival tip. It's just something to do. It was do. at that moment that God. Preston realized that Kathy hated his guts. No, <laughs> it's not about shame. Preston. And people are just home all day. Here's just another thing that you could do you instead can do of doing it. a crossword puzzle or a, a regular puzzle oh or whatever it is. All right, I have other stories. You know, this is about this is about that uh, that beer maker she gave you that you never, <laughs> that you never <laughs> used. Regifted. This, hey, this is the turnabout. I, I'm I gonna see, do that now. I see you. You I see, see me. I see yeah, you, bro. Thank you, man. All right, so uh, Maggie Grace, uh, Evangeline Lilly's lost co-star, commented on her anti-isolation Instagram post amid the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, The 36-year-old wrote, Hey there, uh, I read your pre-edit post, and I find it concerning. There's no need to panic, but at the same time, this is all about... Uh, this is all about all of us, uh, the vulnerable, the in- immunocompromised, the older folks. Sure, it's free country, but how about choosing to exercise some of that wonderful freedom to have some compassion, trust the extensive science here, and not overwhelm the health system? Uh, Grace continued saying, uh, no doctor should have to choose which patients get life-saving care and which patients get sent home to die. The sort of uh, triage that is happening in Italy right now. Uh, after seeing Lily's post, Game of Thrones star Sophie Turner also urged anti-isolationists to, quote, not be stupid. And Evangeline Lily eventually rescinded. Did you see that? Yeah, she did. Yeah. But uh, that she's uh, just pointing out, Maggie Grace said, I read their, your pre-edit post. Hey, did Maggie Grace just have a baby? I think she did. I yeah. saw something about her recently. You know, from the, Lost as well. By the way, I watched uh, uh, Taken the other day. She plays the daughter in yeah, Taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the most spoiled girl in the world. I know. Yeah, I know. In the world. I've never seen it. You know what? Just keep her. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's... Uh, she was in... My daddy's going to come and beat you. You know what? I just... Um, just keep her. Yeah. I in... loved all those movies. All of them? <laughs> yes. I mean, by the third one, you're like, dude. No, I, Stop like, traveling! Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> dumbass! When they go, like, I'm, tearing uh, Kathy, I'm surprised in the fourth yeah. one they didn't go to Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> but she I was know. in recent... She was in something recently. I saw and I'm like... And I couldn't, um... I couldn't place her face because it's so weird. Like, all she does is, like, change her hair color, and you're like, who is that? Yeah, the first Taken, I thought, was really good. The second one was like, uh, really? So, by the third time, you're like, come on. She's uh, she's pregnant, by the way, Maggie Grace. She has not had a baby yet. She's due this okay. summer. Uh, All right. Yeah. Expecting. Okay. Gotcha. Um, well, you know, I that's know, inculpatory. I know we'll probably talk about this uh, later on, but I, I will include it here. And Kathy said it in, in uh, sports. Fred Curly Neal of uh, Harlem Globetrotters passed away. I was so bummed out. Steve, you broke the news to me yesterday, yeah. and I was like, oh man, I loved that guy when I was a kid. It, he was a hero of mine. I go back to when they would rut- routinely televise the Harlem Globetrotter yeah. specials during prime time. I think ABC would carry them. And man, it was just, and he was the guy you always loved the most. Everyone yeah. loved him, and uh, his uh, ability with the ball was so dazzling. I'll uh, I'll go through some of his, his life's details a little bit later on yeah, when yeah. we have some time. But uh, I have a couple other things. There was another uh, uh, death, and he's a character actor. I'd have to bring you up to speed on his roles to know who he was, but an actor named Mark Bloom. Yeah. Um, he was one of the leads in Desperately Seeking Susan. Uh, he was also uh, in Crocodile Dundee. He played... Uh, a, the newspaper editor. The, the editor and fiancé of right. the uh, 
Kowalski or whatever her last name is. And in fact, um, he was, so he was Rosanna Arquette's boyfriend. Yes. In, in Desperately Seeking Susan. Yeah. yeah, he was a veteran character actor, and uh, he died from complications from coronavirus, oh, which no. is terrible. Yeah. yeah, apparently he had some extenuating health things, and it just, it, it took him, and it took him pretty quickly. What was his, any idea? I don't I know. I didn't see anything about I don't that. Know, yeah. I just know that he died from complications from the coronavirus. He was 69. Uh, he was a fixture in the New York theater community. Uh, he won an Obie Award uh, for the play Gus and Al. Uh, got his start on uh, the stage in the 1970s and then moved over to film and television. Uh, he was in uh, Lovesick in 1983, and then he had, did a turn on St. Elsewhere in 1984. Uh, and then it was that same year that he played Roseanne Arquette's husband uh, in Desperately Seeking Susan uh, alongside uh, Roseanne Arquette and Madonna. He was good, man. He was really good. He, I always liked him. He could play a, a jerky character really good, too. You know? Yeah, he could, yeah. He could, uh, it was kind of a smarmy guy. I'm just looking at an old picture of him, meaning he's old in the picture, so I don't remember what he looked if like. If you had hair, 30 years ago. Hair on, you'd recognize him instantly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's sad news. So he was uh, Very sad. 69 years old. Uh, with U.S. theaters closed because of coronavirus, Disney is releasing Harrison Ford's Call of the Wild early, digitally. Uh, Call of the Wild will drop March 27th. Uh, other movies releasing... That's today. That's early. today! Thank you, including uh, Downhill, starring Will Ferrell and uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Onward is out. That's already come out, right? That's already yeah, out, and Preston, the, the Way Back with Ben Affleck is released yes. to, I think, Amazon Prime. Is okay. that, um, I mean, it's Friday, we were always doing this. Does that fall into this category of uh, movies that are being released? Or Why not? not? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is good. Yeah. I probably should have done that beforehand, but I don't know any other movies. That's it. Just repeat everything you just said. That's all I got. Uh, with U.S. theaters closed because of coronavirus, Disney is releasing Harrison Ford's Call of the Wild early. All right. Digitally. Uh, it will drop. Preston, uh, aren't they releasing the way back on Amazon Prime? It will. It will drop March twenty seventh. Hey, that's today. Hey. Uh, other movies released include. All right, but shut. That's stupid. <laughs> all right, and then uh, let's see two other quick things. Um, okay, FBI agents actually arrested a small time Southern California actor for claiming that he invented a cure for coronavirus. Uh, this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. The actor's name is Keith. Lawrence Middlebrook. Doesn't ring a bell. No, it shouldn't because, like, I, I looked him up. He's actually been in a couple of uh, Marvel movies. He was in Iron Man 3 and he was in Thor, but he was, like, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Like, a oh, no-name right. okay. no S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And he was so also he's with Hydra, too. In Moneyball, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they charged him with attempted wire fraud because he claimed he had a cure. <laughs> so the FBI arrested him, man. What reprehensible scumbags. Yeah, so. Profiteering on the fear of other people. Yep, exactly. And then one last bit of information. Broadway is uh, shut down. Movie theaters are shut down. TV and film theaters stop production. Releases have been delayed. All that stuff is going on. Award shows canceled. So many industry pros say that even when things return to normal, Hollywood as we know it may be changed forever. 
Uh, the cost of the delays has been estimated to be as high as $20 billion. Even before this public health crisis, the theatrical audience has been uh, moving from theaters to home video. And now with more people at home, that trend has accelerated with streaming usage up 60%. According to Nielsen, gaming up 75% and internet usage so high in Europe. Officials asked Netflix, Amazon, Apple, and Disney to reduce the video quality of their streams to reduce the burden on overtaxed networks. Some say the virus is exposing gaps in digital strategy at major studios. COVID-19, this is according to uh, venture capitalist Matthew Bell, former head of strategy at Amazon Studios. He said COVID-19 will expand the gaps between those lagging and leading in the transition to digital distributions and business models. We sort of talked about this, Preston, about what this is going to mean with uh, post uh Pandemic release strategies. Mm -hmm. OTT video services will surge while pay TV uh, loses its most valuable content, sports, and sees an accelerated decline in subscriptions and ad revenue. Parks and movie theaters are ground to a halt while gaming companies hit new highs in usage. Uh, Others like Viacom, CBS Endeavor, and theater chain AMC Entertainment uh, that carry a serious debt burden, or Disney, which relies on theme parks and cruise ships for revenue, will see plummeting revenue. Uh, Cohen analyst Doug Kruitz uh, slashed his price target for Disney uh, from 159 to 101, and for Viacom CBS from $25 to $17. Huh. Uh, so now most studios are releasing new films digitally early, like we were just talking about a second ago. They're also saying, President, that the big money is on a whole influx of morbidly obese shows like My 600-Pound Life because people are staying at home and eating junk food. Wow. So there'll be a lot more subjects <laughs> I'm right there. available. Uh, but others still maintain that things will return to normal. Sony Pictures chairman Tom Rothman predicts uh, there will be a great surge of emotional appreciation for collective experiences. Ah. That's who we are as human beings, and that's who we have always been since telling stories around the fire in prehistoric times. It's a good thing. And I think it's primal. I think it's going to remind people how much they love what they've missed. That's possible, too. I, I'm also glad because it appears, at least in our home, that uh, cheese balls has become an actual <laughs> legitimate staple. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's a food group now, cheese balls. Yep. And you know what? Uh, maybe maybe, I'll, I, maybe should I bring this up real quick because we still have a little bit of time in the entertainment report, but Marissa had a, a, a pretty good idea, Steve. Oh, you, yes. You had said maybe that we should, uh, uh, in this time where people are sitting down at home watching stuff, maybe we could, and even though we're in the on-demand uh, entertainment days, uh, we could kind of go back to when we would uh, talk about TV shows. Uh-huh. And uh, Marissa said we should uh, pick a time next week where we're going to talk about, and, and we should have a homework assignment for those listening who would like to tune in. Yes, homeschooling. To watch uh, King Tiger. Or Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger King. Yeah. Uh, Tiger King, and then uh, and then maybe have discussions about it. So I watched uh, up to I watched the third episode I last finished, night. I finished it last Did night. Did you really? I, I will it. finish it this yeah, weekend. Yeah. yeah. I told you, when it gets to the third episode, you're uh, like, oh, man. Yeah. I did the second. I'm not to the third yet. Um, Marissa started this weekend. Marissa's text, though, specifically said Toger King, if you read <laughs> it. Did. Oh, I didn't. It I didn't did. see that. I just was wondering if that's another show. How, and then, honestly, it autocorrects the dumbest things, and then it leaves Toger King? It leaves King? Toger. Yeah. I don't understand that. F you. Yeah. The Toger King. <laughs> uh, it is, again, this is what a great documentary does. And it is, uh, it, it plays... Well, as you watch it, it's like you're watching a really good scripted movie. Yes. So if you want yes. to watch it, 
We can return. Let's give that a shot. I think Marissa had a great idea. Uh, Watch it. Uh, because it will blow your mind. Yeah, already. It's and then been... we'll and then we'll just have you know spoiler alert warnings. But I, I would love to talk about it because it's just my God, is it a train wreck? Yeah, and, and it's just a world that I did not know existed. I had no idea that these types of characters. I mean, I had an idea, but I didn't know the depths of depravity and and all this stuff that that has gone on in this particular story. Let's take take it out for a spin because everyone, you know, uh, again, people uh, people who want to participate can, but we will encourage you. We'll harken back to the days of Lost and uh when we would uh talk about uh shows and kind of get some everyone's collective opinion, but I think you could knock off the entire series this weekend, right? It's Are you easy. asking yeah. for the entire series this weekend? Or... I don't know because uh you know I I, just I, don't, don't, I, don't, end... I don't think we talk about it like once a week you know like yeah. we used to do with Lost or no. every day we just have we have a break about it but we could we can talk about the whole thing I would love to talk about the whole thing because I don't know if I can break it up into, into like okay wait a second I know. what am I allowed how, to talk how, about? How, many, how many episodes case seven seven, seven. Right, seven so, and they're not so all that's doable that's absolutely doable. and they're not all an hour long some are forty five minutes yes. yep uh, I think the last episode's forty one all right minutes. so here's the deal here's the deal. Get started with the bulk of it if you can over the weekend, and maybe we set a date like on Wednesday. Okay, and here's all you need to do. If you watch the first two minutes of the first episode, you're in, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it lays it out for you yeah. right there in the first two minutes, and you're like, excuse me? Yeah. It's the Toga <laughs> King. No, it's the Titan. Uh, and uh, you saw Will Arnett wants to play, uh, if they make a movie, uh he wants to play Tiger King. Yes, he does. He wants. He's gonna have to fight Dak Shepard. I, know, I, I think I know. that's. I think that's starting with uh, the celebs because Kreischer posted something about one of the characters he was born to play. On yeah, that as well. So, uh, yeah, and and trust me, it's worth it. It's, yeah, it's yeah, worth it's seeing. All right, uh, we're ready for the clips. So let's do those now. A dead man is brought back to life and given superhuman abilities in the movie Bloodshot. In this clip, star Vin Diesel. Isabel family. Talks <laughs> about what makes this character different from your everyday superhero. Here we go. If you know all of Bloodshot's storyline, you're dealing with a very complex character. At the end of the day, this is not uh, a character that is born from the convention of superheroes that we're accustomed to. He simply is a protagonist that is being oppressed or manipulated for so long that at some point he rises. Anyway! <laughs> Bloodshot is now available to watch on demand. He's simply... He's got such a resonance. Yeah. Simply... Alright, next clip. Here we go. In the hunt, no human is safe during the most dangerous game ever played. In this clip, writer Damon Lindelof discusses how conspiracy theories inspired the film's creation. I think conspiracy theories have been around for a long time, and they're just a way that we grapple with things that challenge us. I mean, my dad was a huge conspiracy theory junkie, and so Nick and I started talking about this idea. Is is there any conspiracy theory that's so crazy and so outlandish that no one would believe it? And this movie is sort of the answer to that question. Oh, God, I love you. Uh, The Hunt is now available on demand, and that is what we have this morning. Nice. Unless there's some clips or something you want me to play. Now we'll get to those a little bit later. Yeah. All right, um, so we will have joining us this morning uh, composer Michael Giacchino. He's going to be getting in touch around 9 o'clock. And we also have a very important announcement on the way at 8, and I think you will be happy with the details of that particular announcement. So make sure you stick with us. We'll take a quick break and come back in just a moment. No sad, bro. No sad, bro. It's Friday. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket? 
Running out of shows to binge on? Well, 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show can fix that. It's daily, daily rush, rush madness. madness. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. Daily Rush Madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Just checking the uh, the hourly forecast. It's actually going to be beautiful today. That's yeah. what I was hearing. Uh, yeah, we're looking oh, really? like afternoon. Uh, the clouds are breaking up this afternoon, and uh, we're going up to like uh, 66, 67 degrees, something like that. Good. So it's going to be really nice today. Uh, so enjoy that. We got up and did a family walk yesterday. Oh, good. And how good did you feel oh, for doing that? It was great. I, I And honestly, we hear stories about people who are kind of morose and staying inside. Get outside. It will work oh. wonders. Yeah, most definitely. It's a, it's very refreshing. All right, uh, before we do anything discussion-wise, we got to do this. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush all right, I'm going to tell you about winners from yesterday because you voted day five. We had the matchup with intern Ben is a cheater against Poosh. It's not a queef. The winner in that was 68% of the vote was intern Ben is a cheater. Oh, Casey and I watched that video like four times in a row yesterday. We were laughing our asses off. When he when he first comes out, and, and we're all just saying, how long will this high pitch continue? Mm-hmm. And then I finally had to say something. Uh, then you have uh, Caitlin Dines out against Steve's uh, soap opera identity crisis, and Steve's soap opera identity crisis is the winner and moves on. Uh, the next matchup with Kathy, Kathy is either disgusted or turned on against Bill Weston gets off. <laughs> and the winner of that one was Bill Weston gets wow! off. And it moves on. Bill. And then last of our matchups was Tornado Warnings and Wife's Out versus Manthe's Voice. And the winner in that one was the Tornado Warnings. So those matchups have ended, but new ones have begun today. There are four of them. The first one that we highlight is in the Annabelle section. And the two going against each other are Mini Balboa. Against Sarah Jessica Parker is a horse. We um are, are for some reason are having a hard time finding these clips. They're uh, oh they're not in the folders that we're looking for. Uh, okay, it's all right. Hey, we'll we'll come back to it later on. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Yes, so. we're we're masters of hiding our mistakes and masters of fluidity. Marissa so. just ran out of the room. She came back in. She's eating something. She's got so, a voodoo doll. Uh, yeah, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to find out what happened there. So I, I don't know what we're gonna do, but we'll come back to it a little bit later on. Marissa, we can't hear you. Don't worry uh, about it. Uh, okay, now we can hear you, Marissa. So, uh, all the slips are in the box of folder. Okay, let case just yeah. turn that back down. Okay. Thank you very much. Gotcha. We're going to move on to something else, and then we'll 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 uh, reconvene later on at another location. Yes, that we will. Okay, so do we have the availability to play this uh, piece of audio that Kathy sent over? Yes. Okay, that's what I want to know. So, Kathy, you want to do you want to set this up at all? Yeah. So sure. So back in when did we get to MMR? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. So back in 2005, I was handed a sheet of paper when I on my first day of work, I think it was, and basically just fill out some information. It wasn't as formal, you know, I guess, as it would be now where you'd fill information out online. And so it just was like home, you know, name, home address, phone number so that and it was from Bill Weston and it, just so that he could contact us uh, if need be. So at the time, I, you know, of course, I filled out my phone. I still have the same cell phone number that I had back then, um, but I never really had a house 
phone. Even then I I was using a cell phone and uh, I have no idea what my house phone number even was. You know, it's hooked up to the, I guess the, the alarm system and stuff like that. So I have one, but I have no idea what the phone number is. So I put 610-867-5309. Nice. (laughs) If that number sounds familiar, it should. (laughs) Yes. Tommy Two-Tone. Yeah. So in uh, 2020, Bill still tries to call that number when he needs to get in touch with Are me. Are you serious? Eight six seven five three zero nine. And I talked to him last night, and uh, so you'll you'll hear the voicemail. But I talked to him last night, and I said he goes, "So this whole time <laughs> you've been really? letting me think that's your number." I said, "Bill, about seven or eight years ago, we had this exact same conversation." And I said, "No, that's not my home phone number. Okay. <laughs> Look at the number." I... And he and he. He gets it. He 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 understands the number. It's not right. like he doesn't get that right, part of it. Right, right, right. But he really still thought that that was my phone number. Oh my god! I, to me, when you see those numbers, even if you say it in your head eight six seven five three, oh okay, I right. it. it's a joke. Uh, but uh, it eluded Bill, who, by the way, uh, programs music stations. <laughs> yes, but you gotta hear. Listen to the voice. All right, I have uh, Kathy sent over the voicemail. This is from Bill. This is yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Right, here we go. Hello, Kathy Romano. It's Bill Weston. Is your home phone number really 8675309? Oh, my God. Is that a joke? It's like a Tommy Two-Tone reference. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, I'm going to have Marissa come back into the station on Monday. I'm going to keep Nick at home, again, uh, along with yourself, trying to um, minimize the number of bodies on site to minimize risk. However, Marissa's presence allows us to do some things that we haven't been able to get done in her absence. So I just want to let you know, things have sounded good. We're going to work on getting Nick some upgrades on his equipment this weekend. And uh, I think you guys sound pretty good. Uh, well, you sound more than we got good. It pretty you good. Sound really good. So I appreciate that and uh, the extra effort it takes to keep your cat off your keyboard. <laughs> All right? If you got any questions, give me a jingle. Uh, and I need an answer on that, that uh, Tommy Two-Tone <laughs> <laughs> so he did recognize it, but he I, I remember. I mean, he recognized the number, but still thought that that was my yeah. cell phone number. I remember I you mean, clarifying in the studio here that it was. I remember that whole conversation going down because yeah. we, we all sort of chuckled. We had, yeah, and we've referenced it since. We've yeah. talked about it since then. Like we've made fun of him for a decade now because of this. In, in Bill's defense, there are some times when you get numbers that, uh, for example, both my dad and my brother are both named Gene. And, uh, uh, you know, they've uh, they've been they were here on this planet well before I was. And uh, I still will call the wrong number. The wrong gene. Yeah, because I I, there's you know, there are some numbers that you cannot commit to memory no Uh matter how hard you try. Yeah. And that why don't I know this number? I finally a couple of years ago learned my own cell phone number Mm. because it's just it's just not a thing that you're. You don't have to anymore. But back in the day, back in the day, you had to. I could rattle off everybody's phone number, yeah. and I had a calling card number that I could, you know. So instead of making, remember that guy? Yes, I remember I those. Did. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, you know, instead of making a collect call, I would just, you know, dial on the calling call. Oh man, I wish I could remember what that number was. I remember my number from when I was a kid, growing up. And yeah, yes, I still know that number. It's my mom's number now. So my uh, mom has a different phone number for who the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say it on the air? Oh, I'm going to kill him. Uh, I, would uh, I want to hear that part again with Bill at the beginning. Hello, Kathy Romano. It's Bill Weston. Is your home phone number really 8675309? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Bill in the hallway the other day. Preston. Uh, Bill great. goes, uh, uh, Steve Morris said it. And he goes, I, I, actually, well, I actually do talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
he did it. And we were we were in in here having a meeting, and and he went into it, and I just kind of I just kind of smiled to myself, and that's, that's how Bill talks, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. He, he he but when he's he does it as as a. Um, uh, he, when he's highlighting something, you know, right. he'll, he'll 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 punch it out really hard. And <laughs> All right. So he left he left me a voicemail yesterday as well. And okay. I don't know if this was him making fun of himself or if he just um, legit meant it when he said it. But he's at one point he said, I got to go. Bill's got to go. OK. <laughs> so, That's a joke. Yeah, yeah, I think I it's a it. joke, right? Yeah, I would think so, so. By the way, when I called Bill back, I had a nice conversation with Connie. She answered his phone because he was out jogging. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Now, jogging. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. Apparently, he, he goes to the gym every day. Did you guys know that? Yes, I, I do. did not know that about Bill at all. Yeah. yeah so apparently, uh, you know, the gyms are closed, so he's going a little stir crazy and, and wow. needs to still get out and exercise. So okay. He still needs resistance, though, because he, he runs with Jackie Bam Bam on his back. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my younger brother goes to the gym every single day, and and so he's got a bad hip, so he can't do certain things. He can't run. He can't. Uh, right. he, he can salsa. only. He can't salsa. Uh, he he can only do the elliptical, and then right. he does weights and stuff like that. So. I have these Bowflex weights, right? That yeah. um, you dial in. It yeah. goes from five pounds to fifty-two and a half pounds. And uh, he's like, "Can you? Can I borrow those?" And I was like, in my mind, I was like. I was thinking about actually working out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to work out. You're not going to work out. I'm not going to work out. No. Listen, I got to tell you, it was so hard bringing those weights <laughs> downstairs. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, you know, it was, all right, so you could have rolled them down. Like, no, I couldn't have rolled them down. But, you know, 52 pounds in, in each hand, I was carrying 100 pounds. Down. And then the, the, the actual stand for them was really, really heavy. And then I have a bench and everything like that. <laughs> My God. Lifting weight sucks. Uh, <laughs> when's the last time those were used? You know what? My son was using them. Okay. Yeah. So my yeah. son, you know, he'll come in and, you know, dial it up to, you know, 10 pounds, 15 pounds or whatever, and he'll go and do some, you know, curls and stuff like Case, that. How but, does that work? So are dude, you re- it's awesome. Are you removing the plates? Yeah. So so what you do you is have you... have to. Yeah, there's yeah. no way you, it could defy the laws of physics. On either end of, of the dumbbell, uh, there are dials, and yeah. you dial it to whatever, and you have to dial the same number on both sides. And then you pick the dumbbell out, and whatever weight, weight stays, stays on it. There you the, go. Uh, yeah. Wow. What it, do they think of next? It really is. Cordless awesome. telephones? <laughs> I'm telling you what, though, doing home workouts, I'm working out muscles that I guess I haven't worked out in a while because uh, I'm like sore in different spots of my body. Mm. Oh my God, my No, stop it. Stop. <laughs> literally on. Fire. I've, I've become a glutton uh, during this time uh, because I'm coming off of a, I was sick. And when you when when you have flu or something like that, yeah. getting back into that exercise routine, it takes a little while. Well, you, you don't just dive right back into and it. And you can make yourself sick again if yeah. you don't build up reserves. I recommend a hearty appetite centered around cheese balls. Oh, yes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. What is it? Feed a, what, feed a cold? What, what it, it, I, I thought it, it was always starve a fever. cheese balls, feed, starve a fever. Feed a cold, starve a fever. <laughs> But anyway, so I've been uh, I've been a bit of a glutton, but I will uh, I'll, I'll I'll get back to it. What's what is what is your food of what is your ultimate comfort food right now? Mm. But it's whatever's laying around. Okay, I eat out of boredom. You, I you, just, uh, yeah, I, I, and generally what I like to do so in in, in between meals is I'll I, I I'll have coffee and then I want something that goes good with coffee. So I need something sweet to go 
with coffee. I'm not going to have like you know sauerkraut. I agree. I agree. Uh, so <laughs> sauerkraut and coffee. You don't don't even talk to me until I've had my sauerkraut and coffee. <laughs> God, his eating habits are weird. Uh, by the way, thank you for the uh, is the jam you brought. Yeah, right? yeah, I brought yeah. Uh, blueberry lime jam uh, to uh, Steve this morning. Yeah, See, you tried that. Out. So I've been eating a lot of that. <laughs> We've been making biscuits. What do you put it on? Uh, biscuits, biscuits or toast. Are great. It's great on brie if you want to add some cheese oh. to it as well. Oh. Really good. Yes, Kathy. Uh, I had to tell myself yesterday, you're not hungry. Right. <laughs> Stop it. You're yeah. not hungry. And Get then out of the you kitchen. were like, shut up, bitch. Yes, I am. <laughs> you know what's great? Uh, I off. I'm starving. <laughs> Pleasure yourself. That's oh, a no. great time killer. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of that, too. Uh, <laughs> there's been a whole lot of that going on. And when you have kids all over the house, though, man. It's like... Everybody go outside. Yeah. Everybody go outside. It's a beautiful day. Go outside so Daddy can play with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope. Uh, in fact, I saw a, uh, a story this morning saying that um, uh, the online purchases of uh, sex toys is through the roof right now. <laughs> no I would imagine... Did you also report, I believe this is the case that you'd mentioned this, that Pornhub was doing away with their premium fees? Just for certain uh, right. locations. They did for Italy, and they're doing it for doctors and stuff like that. Don't but, yeah. tell me they don't care. Adam and Eve uh, claims to be the number one adult toy superstore reports seeing sales have a spike over 30% each day of the past week. Uh, some top sellers include the Satisfier Pro 2 Vibrator. Uh, and I have a story about Adam and Eve, too. Adam and Eve's G-Spot Vibrator. Huh. At which, and the Adam and Eve uh, Rabbit Vibrator. Um, so when I, my wife sleeps with the television on. We sleep in separate rooms. Yes. I shower in the, in the master bedroom. Because the, but there's a bathroom there. I don't do it. Actually. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Did you get the carpet all wet. Yeah, we have to c- clean it every day. Yeah. Well, you just use one of those plant waterers. Yeah, oh, on, a, on so, a pole. So the TV a lot of times is on. So when I was leaving, and I took a picture of this, I'll post it on social later on. Uh, but I want to show it to you guys here in the studio. When I was leaving, I had to stop and look at the television because I couldn't believe I was actually seeing what I was seeing. And sure enough. It was an ad for uh, for Adam and Eve. Casey, I'm going to show you this picture. This is on regular TV. That's on regular Stop television. It. You showed it to me. I, and I, and so what time was that airing? It was at about 4 o'clock in the morning? 4, 10 a.m. Wow. And, so and what is it you're it's showing? her holding the, it's a woman holding the G, the G-gasm rabbit is what it's called, Kathy. Mm-hmm. And I stopped for a moment and the, the volume was slightly up and she's sitting here talking about orgasms and G-spots and and doing it in a very <laughs> CVS kind of delivery. Wow. Very straight ahead. QVC? What, or QVC, not CVS. <laughs> <laughs> um, a very QVC kind of delivery in that it wasn't, she wasn't being sensual about it. She oh, my God, Daphne, I bought five of them last year. I use them all the time, and the orgasms are absolutely vomit-inducing. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that is. And then so I stuck around for another product, and this one is less obvious, but it was the uh, Adam and Eve Magic Massager. Steve, it's one of these. Oh, with the my God. bulbous head on the top yeah. of it. I would love to hear what she is saying. Uh, that was, it was, yeah, you know what? I, and I, I regret that I didn't start videoing it what because, channel? uh, I, I don't know. Oh. Rochelle didn't, she, she watches different things yeah. and just leaves it on. I didn't stop to check, but it was, you know, it was a cable channel, but it wasn't a premium service. It was that just a standard wild. cable channel, but she was sitting there giving the full pitch for, uh, the, uh, these vibrators. And I was like, that was kind of interesting. Um, so, I wonder, Preston, so, yeah. I know that it was a slip of the tongue, but um, did, have you ever shopped online for sex toys on CVS.com? No. 
No. On, so, on CVS. Yeah, on CVS.com. It's not a plug. It's not an endorsement. Uh, but the, the they rival Adam and Eve for the amount of things that you can buy. Are you uh, kidding? I swear to God, Steve. I, somebody, a listener pointed it out to me a year or two ago. And uh, sure enough, you can go on their website and they have all of those things available. Here's a text says, Preston, is that blonde girl just talking about adult toys looks like a teacher or librarian? Is it? Yes, she does. Uh, in fact, I think she's a redhead in uh, what I'm looking at. But, yeah, it's blonde or red hair. But, yes, yeah, she looks like she's dressed like a librarian or something like that. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love it. Intimate massagers are what they're called. Yeah. Uh, Target sells it, too. We, we talked about this before. Really? We talked about it before. If you, Yeah, I mean, not in store, but on their website, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of texts coming in saying that, yes, they've seen that Adam and Eve infomercial. It's like a half hour long. And it runs uh, on a couple of different. Channels. I guess you run it. With, yeah. So obviously, at that time is when you'd pop it on. Yeah. Uh, that is interesting. I remember growing up. Uh, occasionally, the Adam and Eve catalog would come to the house uh, because if my dad like got something Playboy or something, or yeah. like my brother did, uh, they would target you with that sure. junk mail. Sure. So you'd get the uh, Adam and Eve catalog, and that was uh, that was fun. By the way, so, what, one of Adam, I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, one of Adam's uh, Adam and Eve's other top sellers right now are what are called couple rings. Uh, yeah, couple, couple rings. I, I don't know what yeah, that means. Couple. Yeah, rings. <laughs> if you're, <laughs> thank you, Nick. Uh, I'm Nick McElwain, and I want to turn you on to an incredible new sexual device. <laughs> couple rings. <laughs> yeah, a couple rings. <laughs> Uh, but that's for couples that are um, quarantining together. And then oh. when it arrives in the mail, you say, Wee! That's what I get to do. <laughs> it's a whole... We can make a whole right, Oh, my gosh. I'm, okay, so I'm, I'm looking it up on Target's website, and it says, due to high demand, the item may be unavailable or delayed. There you go. Well, I, I, they, they're, like this uh, article says, people are buying them like crazy. Wow. If it's that popular, you think it'll move into prime time? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hang on. Let me go to Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Good morning. How you doing this morning? Good. What's up, buddy? Not too much. So I was watching it too. I got up to smoke a cigarette, and uh, it's on the True Neat True Network. It's True TV. Jokers. True TV. Okay, yeah, Impractical Jokers. I, so I she's probably watching. I woke up saying, "What the hell am I watching?" That? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. It's it. Yeah, I had to do a double take, uh, Bruce, because I'm, 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 I'm. You're not used to seeing that on No, TV. no, no. It it didn't bother me, but I was just like, "What is? Are you serious?" Yeah. Well. Yeah, I got my. I'm afraid my son's gonna walk in. Right. All right. Thanks, Bruce. All right, Nick. What? I was just gonna ask. Is it is it sexy at all, or is it just like a clinical delivery on, on this is what the product is? It's a clinical straight ahead delivery. Uh, okay. On that, some texters are saying that uh, it's also Comedy Central. They'd run it on there. So yeah, I could see those those channels. They they kind of push the envelope a little bit. Debbie and Cedar Rapids, how are you liking your dildo jackhammer? I love it, Betty. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. What's up, buddy? I just wanted to let you know, just to chime in here, I didn't know if you were aware, there's an app called GoPuff. Yeah, okay. we talked about it. And, uh, yeah, and they, they deliver sex toys, man. They, they deliver sex toys in your house within 10 minutes. In 10, in 10 minutes? Yeah, I, how horny are you? I'm, I'm in Delaware. I'm in Newark, Delaware. <laughs> I ordered something from them last Friday, and I also ordered some ice cream. <laughs> And it was there within nine minutes to my house at two forty-five in the morning. Wow! And the, door, the guy's face was kind of like, uh, "You're one guy. That's kind of weird." But I had a girl upstairs. It's okay. Did, did you? What did you order? Did you order condoms? No, no. They, they sell like the, the vibrators. They sell. I mean, they sell everything. What uh, did you order, Steve? What did you order? 
Uh, my girl got a little vibrator. A little vibrator. Yeah, okay. All right. My girl got That's nice. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> you, hey, you might need some lube in the last second. The ice cream. Yeah. So, we just rescued a chihuahua. She ate it. So <laughs> She ate the chihuahua? No, she ate the dildo. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, we came home, and it was just laying there in pieces, just silicone everywhere. It, 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 listen, God. honestly, in the chihuahua's defense, they do sort of look... In fact, we did that one time on the air. We have yeah. with the... Uh, Kate Planner. Story. Yeah, yeah sex, sex story. stories are a dog toy. Yeah. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it, Steve. <laughs> I, I I don't remember us talking about that. Go puff and they'll Yeah, yeah, because it was... Uh, it basically started here around the city. It was like uh, UPenn, oh. Drexel. In fact, it was either one of... Students from one of those schools, maybe Drexel, that that basically started it, and, just, and it has taken off. I did not know that they delivered sex toys. Yeah, I mean, it's, it started off with like if you needed like rolling papers and stuff like that, right? right. Munchy, Munchy stuff, stuff. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, apparently, uh, right now, self pleasure <laughs> is uh, all the rage, and uh, you can understand why. You've seen this thing on. Uh, it always pops up on Instagram, but it basically looks like a power drill, and there's uh, they basically yep. it's for Massaging out like really so, heavy uh, muscle aches and I stuff. I went to uh, price those before Christmas uh, because Rochelle has always has back problems and is always asking for a back row. And I'm like, well, that thing looks pretty badass. They're like five hundred dollars. No, are you effing what? kidding me? They are stupid expensive. And I recently it's- saw Casey an ad for them on uh, Instagram. It said seventy five percent off, and I almost stopped the wait for the whole ad to play through, but I didn't finish it. But yes, Steve, they are crazy so, expensive. To explain, if you're not familiar, it looks like a, like a almost like a huge power drill, and at the end is like a a ball, and yeah. a, and a, and it's and you can see they're doing like the. Deep tissue thing. I'm sure, obviously, could be used for sexual applications as it's, well. It but it doesn't just vibrate. It's like a piston, right? And, yeah. and it goes so fast that you can't see it moving yeah, 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 in yeah. and out the way it does. Mm-hmm. And it so that's why it does really deep tissue. Uh, digs into the muscles. Five hundred bucks. That's ridiculous. It was stupid expensive. But when I see that, I automatically think of people using it for sexual reasons, right? Of course yeah. you would. I would. <laughs> that, you know what? Years ago, again, I told you at the home show they had the company that makes all those chair massagers and you know you ever go into brooks on lace companies you'll go and you'll see them they're crazy expensive mm-hmm. but if you get it directly from the company that makes it it's like a fourth or fifth of the price really unbelievably uh good deals on these things daewoo and not the car company or daywa something like that it's a, it's a company um you know out of uh, south korea mm-hmm. and uh, or the, but they're domestic companies now that make them and then will actually deliver to your home uh the whole deal is all included in a price but we freaking love that chair man mm-hmm. never would have bought it at its original price yeah. but for the discount it, it it's really good because what it does it tilts you back yeah and now you're resting on all the massagers but i i have become i think more susceptible to um purchasing things that show up on my instagram feed i just bought a net that goes in between my driver's seat and my uh, passenger seat have you seen that one yet yes oh, i did it, it's a net and it's like oh my god that's perfect because i don't know where i can put my my glasses do you know or- what the one I love, Casey, is the one that goes around the the headrest of your your car. I've seen that. And so that Preston, if you want to just pull over and take a nap in the car, <laughs> it, you, you, I know it's Wait a so minute. stupid. Explain the net. Okay, I don't, I don't get it. So it's a cargo net, basically. Because okay. it sounded like you have a net between you and your passenger, like, all, <laughs> no. like splitting the car in half. So, so you can bounce things to them, right? All right. So it's a Let's net. Play tennis. So Preston, look at my arms. In between my arms is the is the separation between the the passenger the driver's seat and the 
passenger seat, and it's a net that that goes in between those two. I'm still not <sighs> even with the even with the. Uh, I'm the so visuals. terrible at explaining things. Why do why I work you, in radio? Why, why don't you say say the desired purpose of it? What do you achieve by having it? Maybe is it like does it lay flat like a basket shape? No, or it lays like flat um, in between. Basically, it is. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a vertical. It's a ver- It lies vertically. What in can between. you do with a vertical net other than you can play, play tennis? Or volleyball. Well, <laughs> or badminton. You can put things in the net and still access them and everything like that. So it's just basically another cargo. I, you're it, thinking more like a like a mesh as opposed to a net, right? Uh, yeah, that's what I but see. It's, but it's not a mesh. It's a man. man. Is it like a bag? Uh, no. <laughs> Is it like it, a glove compartment? Because it, it feels like uh, it looks like it hasn't come in yet. Uh, but it's more like bungee material than anything else. All right. I, I, know just... I know what you're talking about, Casey. Thank you, Kathy. Can you explain well, why, it for me? Why is it between the passenger seat and the driver's seat? So you can play badminton. Uh, so you, I guess as, as a driver, so you can access it pretty quickly. Okay. Because I, and I, I need it because there are certain things okay. that I need, uh, to, like my, my glasses, my, uh, unfortunately I have to wear glasses now. Um, my glasses don't like, (laughs) they don't like fit in my, uh, door panel all that well. And then I don't want to have to fish them out of the cargo thing on the, uh, uh, not the cargo thing, but the, the box in between the passenger seat and the driver's seat. What is that thing called? Center console. (laughs) I'm giving up. I'm giving up on trying to say words, guys. So here, there's, there's one maybe you guys have seen, which I think is really cool, but I can't understand what, you know, where you would keep it. But it's a thing that comes, uh, that you put down into the wells of the back seating area. Okay. And it's basically a bed. It's sort of form fit and it sits it's a bed that goes across the back mm-hmm. of your car. So that way you can you can use the, the seat and the wheel uh or I'm sorry the the foot wells it, as it, an extended it bed. Extends it that covers out. over that whole surface Ooh. area. So let's say you were to get stuck or and or for Pierre this would be perfect yeah, for Yeah, you can hold the back and actually stretch out stretch out bed. and sleep in it Take on it nap. as if it was a bed. That's not a bad That's idea. That's a cool idea. Isn't now it? what was the one that goes around your neck? What's okay, that? Okay, so this goes around the headrest. And it's, think of like two prongs that stick out on each side, almost like, um, uh, you know, uh, something you might rest your head in if you had had some sort of uh, neck injury. I know what you're talking about. So uh, sometimes on like uh, overseas flights. Yes, yes. uh, They have these bendable things that can spread out on on the sides of your head and you can rest your head on it. Extend them out a little longer and that's what they are. Okay. It's a good idea. That that I understand. (laughs) The net I haven't gotten yet. Ah, I need to. There it is. Casey Pat. Hey, waiting. Hey, that's it. He's giving me a picture. Oh, okay. That's a net, right? Yeah, but it's a it's uh, if you put something in it, it's got to be it's got to have a basket. It needs to have two yeah. nets yes. that open up. Correct. I just thought you were just talking about one stretching piece of mesh. Yeah, no, no, um, no. Two stretching pieces of mesh. Would you say a, a mess, more like a mesh. pouch? Uh, yeah, like yes. a pouch. A net it's a pouch, pouch. That, that you can hang between the two seats. It will it will attach to the headrest. Of each seat, so that stretches across that way, Boom. and uh, and yeah, there you go. Oh my god! Thank right? you. Oh my god! <laughs> Can we go back to talking about nails? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, that was exhausting. This, it was. And I apologize. I apologize, guys. Uh, uh, imagine when, if we were trying to describe a crime scene. Oh this, my god! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think he, I think he was a clown. But it's it says mesh cargo net. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Well, it's I made know. of that material. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a pouch that <laughs> yes. you can put stuff in. Yeah. Okay, I got like you. bottles of water. You know, just stick with the tactical shovel. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, somebody texted and said you should try. You should let Casey try to explain a product once a day. Oh my god, that's not a bad idea. I would go crazy. Uh huh. I like <laughs> that. I, I also. I want, bought, you I, know what? You, no. Send over ideas of things for us to have Casey describe. Send us a picture and we'll try to have him describe it. Let's have like a, at a high tech company then oh, send man. Casey into the boardroom to explain uh, to the shareholders. <laughs> What what the new product is? I love it. I mean, I might actually go crazy. Yeah. Uh, at the end of that, um, I also bought, by the way, an automatic card shuffler, guys, and that thing is cool because yeah. it's, it's a, it works on a crank. It's not like a battery operated. Yeah. Uh-huh. So how exactly does it work? All it, right, all right. It's this mesh mat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, and Kathy, you can either use it for one deck or two decks. Okay. I prefer to use it for one deck. You just break the deck in half, yeah. and you put uh, each uh, side of the deck. On either side of the hand crank thing, and then you crank the handle, and it automatically shuffles the cards, and it goes into, like, a little area at the thing with the bottom, and then you pull it out, and then the cards if are shuffled. If someone wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. Um, are you not good at shuffling cards? No, I'm great at it, but the thing is, we uh, we started playing poker in my house, and the thing that's annoying is I have to deal all the time because I'm the only one that can shuffle decently. Uh, my wife can, but uh, but my kids don't know how to shuffle. So now, give me those goddamn cards. That's kind yeah, of how they, I feel. The more they do it, then they'll they'll learn. They'll, they'll learn the skill. I don't feel like uh, being there as they're learning the skill. <laughs> Go learn I, it on I your just, own. I just want to play the goddamn game. I got it. I, got it. I understand. <laughs> All right, listen. I don't know what this break was about. Me but neither. We're going to take a break. I think a, something. a lot of useful information was imparted. It was like it's like uh, uh, Fat Albert. We, Absolutely. We, if you're not careful, you might learn something. We weren't careful. No. And did people learn anything? No. no uh, okay. Yeah, about cargo mesh. Yes. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. Uh, but you are going to learn some information when we get back because we have an announcement to make. Uh, it's it's pretty cool and something we. Uh, Everybody could pretty much use right about now. Uh, so we'll return with that in a moment. Also, don't forget, as a guest, Michael Giacchino, world-famous, amazing film composer. And uh, from the area, when a friend of the presidency show will be joining us around 9 o'clock. We'll be back in a second with the B-File, too. Stay with us. In these difficult times, MMR reminds you, social distancing doesn't mean you can't still be social. Good morning, my Connect with us on your favorite social media platform today. After all, since we're going to be here a while, let's make the best of it together, but safely, because we don't know where your timeline has been. Oh, my God. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we're going to take another stab at this. Here we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush all right, now we have the clips to play for you. Uh, the matchup today uh, that we begin with is in the Annabelle section of the brackets. Uh, it's Minnie Balboa against Sarah Jessica Parker is a horse. Let's see what Minnie Balboa is all about. Here we go. Minnie Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have that? Uh, and we just speed it up? Can we speed it up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Minnie Balboa. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a like a billion. <laughs> What's that on the roof here? It's like a billion rappers. Oh my! God. I love that. Mini Balboa. Mini Balboa. 
<laughs> He's very inspirational, right? <laughs> All right, so Minnie Balboa will be facing off against this one. Sarah Jessica Parker is a horse. Let's see what that was all about. All right, so birthdays today on Monday, March 25th. Sarah Jessica Parker wow. is first on my list. <laughs> That's her coming to the serious lady coming to breakfast. <laughs> Seriously. I would love for there to be a horse in the Kentucky Derby named Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> All right. Those two are going against each other. Voting is enabled now. There's three other matchups besides that today. We would appreciate your votes as we find out who's going to be the champion this year. And we'll roll out those through the course of the morning. But you can view and vote for those now as we speak. All right. Let's do the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre All right, let's get to some stories this morning. Uh, we'll start with this California social media prankster. Claims he was hospitalized with the coronavirus just days after posting a video of himself licking a toilet bowl for a nauseating online challenge. Yeah. You've heard of people yeah. doing this stuff. The TikTok personality known as Lars <laughs> reportedly posted footage of himself in a hospital bed on Sunday. Uh, he, the 21-year-old uh, from Beverly Hills, tweeted on his account that, uh, which has been suspended, by the way, he te- he, he had uh, posted, "I tested positive for coronavirus." Comes just two days after he, <clears throat> by the way, who goes by the name uh, Gay Sean Mendez, uh, posted a video himself on Friday running his tongue across a public toilet as part of a uh, widely criticized coronavirus challenge on social media. Uh, he, by the way, has previously appeared on the Dr. Phil show. He drew criticism for boasting about how he would lick tubes of ice cream before putting them back in stores and freezers and claimed that he made lots of money from his online following. Okay. I know this, this guy. guy. Yeah. Yep. yep. So uh, he's got it, by the way. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, a gorgeous Playboy model is looking for a lucky fella to help pass the time while she's stuck in London during the coronavirus lockdown. The 26-year-old Russian announced that she was on the search for love in a gorgeous series of pictures on her social media page. I can't go out and I'm looking for a partner. Uh, she wrote on Instagram, I'm accurate as a clock. I rub everything I can get my hands on every 10 seconds. I am looking for an adorable and sexual partner who is not sick with the coronavirus to spend the next three months isolated <laughs> and have fun while in quarantine. All right, what's the cost for this? Yeah. Uh, nothing, I, I guess. Maria Lyman is her name. She has over 587,000 followers on Instagram. I will um, give you a hand job. Uh, abiding by the government's orders uh, by staying at home and stop the spread of the pandemic. Those living in the UK capital will be happy to know that Maria is currently based in London where she moved last year. Although she's been quite secretive about her personal life in the past, uh, she didn't hesitate when telling fans that she's single and ready for distractions. Maria, who is also a Russian television presenter, is the Playboy Playmate of the Year. Huh. And she also you, secured one of the top ten spots in the Miss Maxim Award. Do you have a picture of her? Is she? Do you think she's I've, worthy oh, of yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gorgeous. All right. Oh, my God. Uh, in other news, quarantine <laughs> porn stars. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Come on. Exactly. Uh, have previously admitted to uh, lots of self-pleasure in lockdown. We were just talking about this. Absolutely plastered. A group of 25 porn stars have come together to urge people (laughs) to practice social distancing in a YouTube video, by the way. Uh, Tracy Kiss. Okay. Tracy Kiss. Listen to this. All right. Says, 
that ingesting her boyfriend's bodily fluids every day, either directly or as part of a smoothie, will see her through the pandemic. Wow. Wow. And the personal trainer... is great news. ...has also been putting the product on her skin, which she dubs nature's multivitamin as part of a healthcare routine for more than three years she's been doing this. Is there anything that stuff can't do? Now, she says... It's packed with vitamin C, calcium, and magnesium, so she's urging people to use it Hmm. to keep healthy during the pandemic. By the way, is there one scintilla of medical support to this conclusion? It's all 100% accurate. (laughs) And who is Tracy Kiss? She is from Buckinghamshire in England, and she is a personal trainer. And uh, she says the purity of it is just wonderful. Oh, my God, it's wonderful. People are stocking up on pasta, but really it's all about looking, uh, looking at your health and looking at what goes in your body. It's nature's multivitamin, and it's there. It's natural. It's free. It's everything you need in one daily dose. Uh, despite this, doctors have slammed, it's like a Flintstone vitamin. Have slammed her uh, bizarre treatment. Well, the one saying the method was extremely worrying. Well, I'll let the lady talk. Dr. <laughs> 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 Dr. Sarah Jarvis said uh, there are hundreds of myths out there about how to protect yourself against COVID-19. Most of them are exactly that. Myths. doesn't ha- It doesn't have the slightest nugget of science behind it. Oh, it's got a nugget, all right. Yeah. It is, frankly, uh, extremely worrying. Most times there's two nuggets. <laughs> Bust a nugget. Uh, By the way, Tracy Kiss has some interesting tattoos. Her entire, both of her butt cheeks wrapped around her hips to her vagina area, yeah. all tattooed. Okay. I gotta, what's her face look like? She's like uh, her vagina? She's, okay, she's okay. She's like, like a hot predator. Uh, there is absolutely no benefit to it. So the healthcare fanatic said she noticed the benefits by chance after excess uh, on her skin made it feel soft and firm. Uh, she uses to she used uh, used to use her best friend's product as a face mask to treat her rosacea. So she would use that. It's amazing. It cures rosacea. That's uh, apparently what she says until she met her boyfriend, who does not want to be named, two years ago. After using the liquid as a biweekly face mask mm. to treat her dry skin. Wow. I've seen I've seen movies where they do that. Absolutely. Oh I didn't realize those were dermatological videos. Yeah, yeah. When, when, and usually there's a whole group of guys. Right, that, who are uh, clearly then, I guess, doctors. Uh, she discovered that ingestion re- uh, resulted in an energy boost and a better night's sleep. For more than three... I'm going to treat all over your face. For more than three years, Tracy said she has ingested the natural substance five times a week. Oh, my God. To support her immune system. Listen to this. She says that her she consumes the fluid... Daily, directly from her boyfriend of two years as part of a smoothie or freezes it in an ice tray to use another day. So her boyfriend gets in the blender? The pair harvest every time they see each other about five times a week. Wow. Uh, she said crazy. others are reluct- reluctant to embrace her methods because they can't desexualize the substance and ignore oh. what others think. And because they're not insane. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, man, <laughs> that too. you yeah. do you, boo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the woman is a, is a genius. Uh, uh. All right, let me do one last story, and then we'll wrap it up. An Italian priest live-streamed mass on Facebook went viral after the religious leader accidentally left the platform's uh, AR filters active, causing him to appear in various cartoon disguises. <laughs> Remember we had a news reporter do this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is a priest now. Who is performing a mass, and he's uh, he, his name is uh, Paolo Longo, uh, parish priest of the Church of San Pietro and San Benedetto di Poia in Salerno province. 
live streamed the mass on Facebook. Uh, and he appeared with animated accessories, including a sci-fi helmet. He was lifting dumbbells and a hat and sunglasses. That seems to be the default, right? When you hit that, those I guess it cycles through all those options. I don't know. Uh, the priest had a sense of humor about the mistake, and he said, a laugh is good. I want to die. <laughs> and that's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, shall we uh, Shall we make an announcement? Let's make this announcement. Let's light this candle. I agree, Steve. So uh, we're excited that this is going to be taking place. This event will begin on Monday, and we are very, very happy to be distributing cash for MMR's Rock Refund $500 giveaway. Everybody could use some money right now, more more so than ever. And we're going to be doing this seven times a day, so we're doing that more times than ever. Uh, it begins Monday, and it will happen uh, instead of just once on our show. When we've done these cash giveaways, we usually do it one time. Uh, but we, the President and Steve Show, will have it at 8 and 10 a.m. Pierre will have it at noon and 2. Jackson will have it at 4 and 6. And then we're doing one with Jackie Bam Bam at 8 o'clock. So it goes across the clock quite a bit. I love these to begin with. And you're right, Preston. Could not come at a better time. So we will announce the hour's keyword. And there are three ways to enter that keyword for a chance to win. You can do it through the MMR app on your mobile devices, on the contest page at WMMR.com, or you can text it to the special short code number, which is 45911. And one random entry from all that submit uh, the correct keyword wins $500 in the company-wide contest as well. If you enter via the app or WMMR.com, you could win $10,000 in the grand prize. Jesus. That is automatically entered, all right? So it's sponsored by AT&T, Subaru, and Chevy in Sellersville. Although it's all one. AT&T, Subaru, and Chevy in Sellersville. We have the complete contest rules at WMMR.com. Dot com. So that starts on Monday. So join us, folks. Yeah, please. Uh, join us. We'd love for you to win that money. And more times than ever, seven times a day. And like I said, if you want the details, or you, you can go to WMMR.com and get them. And then I would set yourself reminders, like on your phone yeah. or alarms to go off in case you can't spend the entire time with us so you don't forget and don't miss your opportunity to do that. It's real quick. You just send the text. And then you wait for a callback. That's it. Now, many people are at work, regular work, but a lot of people obviously more than ever are at home, so you might kind of lose track of the day, so make sure you do that. Yep. All right, so we are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. we still got plenty to get to on this Friday morning. No no sad, it's Friday. No sad. We'll be right back. WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. few things. Uh, we just made an announcement. MMR's Rock Refund $500 cash giveaway is starting on Monday, seven times a day, uh, 8, 10, noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. And we announced the keyword. You know, we've done this thing before. We just give it a different name each time. Uh, keyword, and you enter that. There are three different ways to enter it, and then you wait for your your call to let you know if you won $500. Details are at WMMR.com. So that's one thing. You can go to the website, get that info, but it starts on Monday. Uh, the other thing is we just mentioned we think we're going to we're gonna have a, uh, a TV show discussion. We haven't done one of those in a long time. Yes. Because this day and age, if you can't talk about anything because of on-demand, <laughs> haven't seen it yet. Spoiler! 
So your assignment this weekend, watch what a lot of people have been watching on Netflix. It's called Tiger King. If you don't have the ability to watch that, then you don't have to listen to that segment next week. But we we're gonna we're we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. So we'll talk it's crazy. Yes, it's it, it's it's excellent. Yes, it is. It's white trash awesomeness. Yeah, is what it is. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, Tiger King, watch that. And then another thing, let's do our Daily Rush Madness matchup. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, this particular matchup that we are highlighting faces off a number seven seed against a number 11 seed in the Hey Bitches region of our brackets. It is Manthe's Kitchen Uh against Casey Forgot the Sports Intro. So let's see what those sounded like. And, of course, you can watch the videos to get all the glory and then place your vote. So here's Manthe's Kitchen. You and, need a cooking show. And uh, several hour-long se- seasonal specials. Cooking with Manthe. Yeah, oh, my God. Hi, everyone. Hola. Hola. Today we're making enchiladas. Casey, do you have some, uh, some upbeat, uh, you know, uh, uh, jazzy music? Yeah, okay. uh, I mean, I got it. The connoisseur. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Welcome. It's Manthe's Manthe's Kitchen today. We're making enchiladas. Manthe's Kitchen. It's going to be so good. Do the Ola. Ola. Kill the Ola. All right. That is going to face off against Casey Forgot the Sports Intro. And I think you forgot, like, what the sound effects were that you hit live. You forgot the order. I had the yips. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the yips. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Casey has forgotten the order of the sound effects that he normally plays, yeah. and he's off his game. That's why I heard a doorbell in yeah. there, and I'm like, <laughs> All right. we didn't hear the doorbell. There was something else. <laughs> Do you want to try it again, <laughs> Kathy? Give us the kickoff. Okay. And in sports this morning. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the screen. Too. I'll bring the music way down. Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. There you go. What the is that? that for those of you who aren't up really early in the morning, that is our ridiculous sports intro. Yeah. That is how we. That's how we bring sports in, Kathy. Do you guys remember how that started? Yeah, I do. It was. It was born of. A, of I think our sort of making fun of um, the. Uh, no. 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 no, no. Casey, we, we don't don't remember it. You accidentally no, no, no. hit the uh, the dolphin. I, I remember. Thought. No, right, no, no, I it? remember exactly how it started. It was we were at Y one hundred, and the Eagles finally made it to the Super Bowl. They had oh. not made it; they hadn't won a championship game, and we were was so excited. The, the the anticipation of it led you, Steve, and you, Casey, to want to start to hit the sound buttons, and then it just went; it exploded, and everybody was so fired up. It was it was the Monday morning after the <laughs> NFC Championship game that the Eagles finally won okay. and made it and advanced to the Super Bowl. That sounds All legit. Right. All right. I'll take I, that. I did not know that. Okay. Uh, the voting is up, and you can check it all out at PrestonAndSteve.com, so please place your votes for which ones you want to win. We'll see what moves on. I'll highlight some other ones. Um, we're going to talk about something, but real quick, just a kind of a, a public service announcement, if you don't mind, real quick, because uh, it's something I didn't consider with the, uh, the lockdown and, and uh, the keeping your distance and so on and so forth. Uh, my neighbor is a uh, uh, an emergency room doctor, and we were walking our dogs yesterday and, and saw him yesterday, and he told me something I didn't even think about. He said one of the one of the issues that they're having in the emergency room is that sick people, uh, who and and by sick people meaning that they're feeling something other than symptoms for coronavirus, 
are not going to the emergency room. And he gave me a couple of examples, like appendicitis. Oh, no. Because they're afraid they'll get coronavirus if they go to the hospital. Yeah, it's something to consider. But that's going to kill you if you don't go get it taken care of. So if if you're sick, go to a doctor. Go to the emergency room if you think there's something wrong with you. Don't be afraid yeah, of that no. because it could be much worse than than your fear of getting coronavirus. The statistical likelihood is if you have something that's really pressing outside of that, it is much worse. You're less likely to have an issue with that. I understand people's fear. Also, if you follow the guidelines that they're saying, check your symptoms. If it's something you can manage at home, you teleconference with your doctor and they say, you know, to monitor it, that's the deal. Don't make your first instinct to go right to the emergency room for that very reason. Preston. No, but if if you had if you if you got something that's you know a a, a serious pain yes. somewhere, you go, need to have that looked at. Please go go to the hospital. Don't be afraid of that. Yes, I actually had this in the news a few days ago. I reported on it. St. Mary's um, president and CEO said this, the exact same thing. They were talking about because the nurses were out on the curbside and they were collecting right. uh, some of those face masks. If anybody had them, they were asking them to come by and drop them off. And he said, but. Um, they have outside, you know, uh, areas set up where they're testing for the the COVID nineteen or taking care of those patients. But he he's, he came out and said the same thing. If you're having other issues, you can still come to the to the hospital. Yeah. They're there to serve the community and help you if you need it. Yeah, absolutely. The text came and said, "Just happened to my mom. It was bad. She had to get a, a colostomy type bag for a draining an infection, Ooh. and she had waited uh, yeah. to go. So don't wait to go if if it, you feel that it might be something. Go ahead and and don't." The reason I'm saying is don't go out of fear of that. Yeah. You know, go, there's, we all have to stay healthy in in different ways because we we all have different issues. So anyhow, I just wanted to pass it. No, it's good information. This is really sad. We were on our conference call last night just discussing the day's events and what we might want to do on the radio program. And Steve goes, did you hear Curly from the Harlem Globetrotters died? And I hadn't heard. Fred Curly Neal, I was really bummed to get that news. Man, he gave me so much entertainment as a kid. I loved that guy. Um, you know, Steve, we, we had touched briefly on on, on the story. Um, he was 77, by the way. Uh, he died at home outside of Houston on Thursday morning. But he was he was such a great ball player, not a professional. I mean, you know, I, I wonder if he could have had the skills to be in the NBA or not. But... I wondered why. Um, I, I always just thought that the Harlem Globetrotters were way better than anybody in the NBA. I know, I know. And they were like superheroes. Kid. Yeah, yeah. They, they had skills they beyond. Were, they professional were so sports. good. That they were beyond the NBA and they were on the Harlem Globetrotters. That's yeah, how no, good they were. I think that's the perception was, and 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 many of them probably had and have had skills that would have made them formidable at that. And some of them came out of you know yeah. came out of professional uh, playing. The original Harlem Globetrotters has, a, and there was a great movie years ago about the founding of the Harlem Globetrotters. I don't know how accurate or apocryphal it was, but it seemed to suggest you know they they got this. You know, they, they were real deal ball players, and, yeah. it, and it morphed from that. Curly, though, was my favorite. He stood out. Yeah. Right? Number one, he was bald. Yep. Which made him physically stand out. He had this infectious smile. He just had a, he just beamed <laughs> yeah. with this smile. Uh, and and he was bald when it was, like, bald people stood yes, out back yes. then. There were not, it was him, him and Telly Savalas was pretty much <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Were the bald people. And Meadowlark Lemon was the other. The, the, Meadowlark the, Lemon and Goose. Yeah. Uh, there, there were a handful of really, you know, names that stood out. But he, his dribbling was his thing, man. He he would just, you know, he would do that slide dribble and everything. Yeah. And, uh, he was just so much fun to watch. And then, of course, they they, you know, they ended up, 
surpassing just being this going from town to town group. They were on television shows. They had their own cartoon. They were yeah. on Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, listen, my kids, our kids, you know, for all intents and purposes, they have it made, right? You know, they they have whatever shows they want on demand. They, they, you know, they can hang out with their friends, you know, via video games and online sure, chat yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But I feel bad for them because they'll never know the excitement of when something came on TV. And mm. when the Harlem Globetrotters, it, it always seemed like, because we always went to Mass every Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. And it always seemed like we went to 5 o'clock Mass on Saturday whenever the Harlem Globetrotters was on. <laughs> and I'm like, why do we have to go to Mass tonight? <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters uh, are on, uh, and we have to go to Mass right now uh, because it was like 5 what? o'clock for God? <laughs> but, no, but I know what you're saying. It's a kid you don't. And it was that big an event. I remember watching it on broadcast television. Yes. They would make a huge thing about it. This was well before multiple channels. You had yeah. major networks, and it was a huge event. Kath? Uh, so I always thought, and and I, really this is a serious question, I always thought it it was guys that couldn't make it in the NBA. Is that not the case? I, I would imagine, no, no, it probably was. They, they were probably... Uh, they were probably, you know, of that level, but for whatever they physically maybe couldn't stand to the demand of a, a professional port, sports schedule or or I don't know. Maybe there were some who could. My, over the course of the existence of the Harlem Globetrotters, I guarantee you there are some that, that came out of it, some that probably could, some that yeah. chose not to, some that, that you know, maybe for, for an injury or something, I whatever think, it is. Okay. I think that's happened. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. NBA guys mm-hmm. have gotten injured and gone over into the, right. uh, the Globetrotters. But as a kid, you know, playing sports in my backyard, you always had, okay, it's the bottom of the ninth, there's two two out, two men on, blah, 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 and you know, in football, it's the, you know the the hail mary, and then in, in basketball, the, the the final shot of the game. We also always played the Glo- Harlem Globetrotters, and yeah. we would whistle the Sweet Georgia Brown, and every time, yes. it, and it was ingrained in me when I would take a basketball and go up to the hoops at the school. In your mind, you were doing the Sweet yeah Sweet, Sweet Georgia, Georgia Brown. Brown. Yeah, that was what you do. Yeah, I I went to see them when I was a kid, probably in about fifth grade at a Civic Center. It was in a small town that I lived yeah. in at the time, yeah. but they traveled through. Man, they they played a lot of towns, and I just I was in heaven. I loved it, and then. Uh, how long ago did we have Curly by? It was it was, it was a it, long time ago. It was great. He came in actually, I think, with the with one of the with the, the one of the female members of the uh, yeah yes uh, the Globe yeah, Trotters, and she Bria was fantastic. Yeah, she was spinning the ball and doing the whole thing, and he just loved. In fact, we have a clip of him talking about oh, Preston. We do. Yeah, of his of his enjoying being an ambassador for the sport at that time. Here we go. I'm the ambassador. That's what they say, you know. Uh, I go around and try to do things positive for kids. You know, we are family-orientated. So I try to give my best to the kids and tell them they can be the best if they just keep trying. I very rarely will ask someone for an autograph. <laughs> and I got, I got Carly. I, I got Curly's uh, yeah. autograph. And, and I have Carly Ray Jepsen's, too. Uh, no, but I, I asked Curly Neal for his autograph. I have it. I, it, it was on a, a picture. And... Uh, I love it. It's one of those things that I'm always going to hang on I to. I remember seeing them, and, and you would wait for that point where the bucket would come out. Oh, and man. And you knew the bucket was going to yeah. be confetti. The best. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a joke that you saw a thousand times. Yeah. There was a great Goldbergs episode where they went to the, Gold, the Globetrotters. Yeah. And uh, it was that thing. So for guys, if you want to talk about, you know, when you cast off this mortal coil, if you want to know that you did some good and made people enjoy things a bit more... Uh, the Globetrotters, absolutely. He became one of five Globetrotters to have his jersey retired when his number 22 was lifted to the rafters during a special ceremony at Madison Square Garden. That was in oh, 2008. Man. 
I'm, I'm hoping it's still up there. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I haven't been to the garden in a long, long time. I was just there time. in December, I don't, I, but, uh, you know, I didn't memorize all the things yeah. hanging in the, in the rafters. How did he get the name Curly, by the way? I, that's a good I think question. Was, was, it, is it, was it a play on him being bald? I'm thinking maybe yeah, yeah. so, oh. that it's, a, you know, an opposite uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, nickname. Uh, but here, his... Uh, his school career of playing he was um well by the way golden state warriors uh, coach uh, steve kerr tweeted hard to express how much joy uh, curly neal brought to my life growing up r.i.p R. to a legend uh he was a high school player in greensboro north carolina led johnson c smith university in charlotte to the central intercollegiate athletic association title he averaged 23 points per game as a senior was inducted into the north carolina sports hall of fame in 2008 uh, class that included North Carolina coach Roy Williams. Oh, wow. uh, he also was inducted into the Globetrotters Legends Ring in 1993 and continued to make appearances for them as an ambassador of goodwill. And Steve, uh, some of the shows that he was on, you know, not only uh, yeah. Scooby Doo and they had their own show, but he was on Love Boat, yes, and Gilligan's Island. I remember clearly. How did they pull off Gilligan's Island? They ended up on Gilligan's Island, and they they entertained <laughs> on the Love Boat, and they converted their uh, little show area. No, it was up up on the deck on the Lido deck, Lido deck on the Love yeah. Boat, yeah. and uh, I remember them on uh, with uh, on Gilligan's Island as well. Yeah, I'm wondering how and, and did he play. Curly from the Globetrotters, or they were the Globetrotters. Oh they were the Globetrotters. My recollection How did everybody is everybody end up on that island, and but those they could couldn't get, get off <laughs> the goddamn island. Honestly, and I, I, here, I don't. Wanna, I'm going to go off on a sidetrack here, and I think it's going to provide comfort to people. Please. If you're of the school of thought that early on they should have murdered Gilligan. <laughs> Uh, you're, right. you're right, because uh, every way possible, Gilligan foiled every attempt to get off that island. They would have gone home to yes. their families mm-hmm. and carried on. Perhaps they would have they would have carried that dark secret with them. Yeah, but they would have gotten Shh. off the island totally, Steve. Yeah. It would have been one of those things you, like Murder on the Orient Express. You, you all, yeah. you, you get your stories together. Here's our pact, and this uh, is what happened. <laughs> we killed Gilligan. A Komodo dragon bit him. They needed yeah. to kill him. We need to kill the, him. Uh, I mean, the, the Globetrotters. Yes. On a, they were on a plane ride over the Pacific <laughs> when they had engine trouble and okay. were forced to land. This emergency island. landing. This, on unchar- island. this uncharted mm-hmm. desert isle. Which, which has enough room for a plane to land. Not only not only them, you had uh, the, the Mosquitoes, who were uh-huh. in, uh, the, the, a rock band. A surfer. Wrong way, Wainwright. Right. Remember? Do you remember the surfer who caught, who caught the, the, the yes! tsunami? Yes. And fortunately, there was a tsunami going back the other way, <laughs> but he hit his head on the rocks when he got back into California. Oh, my. And he, didn't, he couldn't, and he couldn't remember anything, Kathy. <laughs> Preston, do you remember when the Mosquitoes played? Uh, do you remember yes. the song that the girls sang? Uh, you and, need us. Yes, is what it was called. Right? Do you remember you need when, us? Do you remember when yeah. they found a full gorilla on the island? Yes, mm-hmm. one gorilla. I remember, a, and also a gigantic <laughs> spider, spider, which was the size of uh, you know, like a, a, a smart car. It was bigger <laughs> than the gorilla. <laughs> hey, the Harlem, oh, here we go. We the have... Harlem Wizards were supposed to be in town. Uh, yes, Kathy, last they're... night. Who are they, is that? Like the minor league? So here's the deal: they play uh, at Souderton High School. Um, so my wife is with the uh, Indian Valley Education Board. She helps uh, do this stuff, uh, put put the help the, get this show going. Uh, from what I understand, and we so I've I've seen the Wizards play twice. They are very much like the Gold, Globe Trotters, not as. Uh, Showy, personality driven, right. like those guys, uh, like the the Globetrotters were, but a lot of fun. And they play against uh, the faculty 
uh, at the high school uh, that they're playing so, with. So they're a different organization than the Globetrotters. They're complete, from, from what I understand, I think they're okay. different, but they're the Harlem Wizards. They're a lot of fun. They, all the kids get to get down and, and do shoot-arounds and stuff with them uh, before the game starts, and it's we, we loved going to that event. The yeah, team... they were supposed to be at our school um, last night. Okay. So it's, it's all for fundraising, I guess. Exactly. So, so uh, Jen is up on line one. That might be what she was referring to, Pre- uh, Preston. Uh, let me go to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hi, how are you? What's up, Jen? Yes, that is exactly what I was talking about. A few months ago, I went to it was the Globetrotters against the teachers at a school at uh, my niece's school. Was it the Globetrotters or the Wizards? Uh, now you're making were there were there were there uniforms yellow? No. Oh, there were the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. It's possible, yeah, but yeah, I, it, yeah. it, it I, seems. The Wizards I never heard of before, so I would think I'd remember that. All right, interesting. But, yeah, it was really fun because they were letting the teachers win and carrying them around and then lifting them up and. Having them make baskets and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, all the kids loved it because, of, you know, their teachers were. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Absolutely. It's great memories. The senators. Thanks, Jen. For most of the. Uh... Uh, the time that the Globetrotters have been in existence, that's the team they play, right? But they did play a team before the Senators. Was it the Senators? Yeah. Uh, no, it was Generals. The Senators. Generals. Oh, the Generals. Generals. That's Washington yeah, yeah. Generals. And the yes, Washington yes. Generals, I think, won one time. Yeah. Okay. Just, that's it? One time? That Maybe more than once, but I know they won at least once. Yeah, yeah they, the, they have they have won before. Yeah. The edict is for them to play legitimate Game, play a legitimate game, play against them. Really, you know, and then obviously they make some they make some accommodations for the show. Okay, but to try to go out and win. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's sad news. Curly Neal, seventy seven, but man, did he he gave me so much entertainment. You know, he and this is, I mean, I don't want to besmirch his legend. He knows where that Gilligan's Island is. He does. And, You're right. And never revealed it. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Uh, oh, hold on a second here. Uh, here's about the, the generals. Some reports say uh, that they won six times. Okay. While the team's official website reports having three victories over the Globetrotters, uh, each one in 54, 58, 71. Uh, and the 1971 win is the most storied of these. That's probably one you're thinking of, Casey. Okay. And it's sometimes reported as the team's sole victory. I'd want to see a movie on the generals and what it's like to be. <laughs> yeah, to have yeah. it be. On that team, constant loser, like a docudrama yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Maybe make the Tiger King look like nothing. Yeah. All right. Um, I would like to share some stories from the file of the connoisseur, if you do not mind. It's time once again for the Corona Connoisseur. That's correct. You know, there's a lot of food is becoming a big uh, focus point. It's uh, our entertainment for people who are locked up right yeah. now and. Uh, Either either you're getting creative in the kitchen or you're eating out a lot because you're trying to uh, continue to help uh, fun- funnel money into the economy. Uh, this is an interesting story. Uh, the philosophy of a chef in Hanoi in Vietnam uh, is you, you've got to eat it to beat it. He's attempting to boost morale in the Vietnamese capital by selling green coronavirus-themed hamburgers. Nice. Uh, chef Huang Tong and his team now spend their days molding dozens of green tea-stained burger buns, complete with little crowns made of dough to resemble microscopic <laughs> images of the coronavirus. That's one thing I'll say about that. We talked about it. For As far as a virus, uh, the coronavirus is actually a pleasant-looking little thing. It's, it's pretty. pretty. It's yes. a pretty it's a, if it was a flower, I'd probably buy a bouquet of them. You're right. <laughs> You're right. It looks... You know what? You could uh, use it as a little uh, as a Christmas tree decoration, yeah, absolutely, or something like that. Let's hang the coronas, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, 
this burger has these little nubs yeah. uh, coming off the top of the bun, and it looks cool. They really should. I mean, instead of having a picture of what the coronavirus is, they should have, like, the mucus guys from the Amusinix commercials. By the right. way, yeah. I find, uh, honestly, when I watch that, I gag a little bit. Because if you stop and think about that, that's got to be a 60-pound piece of snot. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty mm-hmm. gross. Uh, so he said, we have this joke that if you're scared of something, you should eat it. Uh, he's, he works at a place called Pizza Home, uh, in Hanoi. Welcome to Pizza Home! Uh, that, ah! he said, that's why the coronavirus isn't scary anymore. After you eat a burger in the shape of the virus itself, uh, that way of thinking spreads joy to others during this pandemic. Uh, they've sold about 50 burgers a day. So are they doing takeout or do they, do they allow yeah. in, uh, in restaurants? No, it's takeout. All right. Uh, despite the growing numbers of, uh, businesses in Vietnam, which have been forced to close because of the virus, uh, they're still able to get some pretty decent business yeah. out of the Corona burger. Try uh, some of our diarrhea pudding. <laughs> <laughs> you eat what you don't like. <laughs> eat a pudding that looks like a diarrhea. Diarrhea pudding. Uh, let me get to some non-corona stories, okay, guys? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Uh, yes. So, how about this? Uh, coming to stores sometime next month. Now, keep in mind, these stories I've, I've had set aside for a couple of weeks and, and may have changed because of uh, the coronavirus. You're thing. saying what you're saying now, it actually may be happening sooner. Yes. No, not sooner. <laughs> uh, M&M's has confirmed a new flavor, which oh, is said boy. to come to stores next month, and I approve. It's fudge brownie. Fudge brownie flavor, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's an Instagrammer who got to test it. Fudge brownie m ms uh, And the new flavor, is, it says that it is uh, filled with the taste of brownies. <sighs> and the middle is even chewy, he writes. Oh, the, chewy. The more you chew, the more that fudgy quality of a soft, chewy <sighs> brownie comes through oh, in the flavor. Baby. It's still heavy in chocolate flavor and reminiscent of the classic M&M. But I think I'm going to shoot. But with a fudgy middle. You better uh, not. It helps. You can't help it. <laughs> Tell me when. You're a pig. <laughs> Make brownie M&M's, baby. Come on. I've no. Never, I've never heard this back and forth before. Uh, it helps elevate the whole candy. I am. Uh, Kathy, I, uh, please. I want to get your take on this. Uh, no, it it sounds delicious. And what I was going to say was I gave up chocolate for Lent. Um, is that like null and void now that we're I all... I think actually yes. God said... Uh, oh, yeah, these, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? In these difficult times... <laughs> in these uncertain times... In these uncertain times... <laughs> all candy meat have at it. Party! In fact, <laughs> sleeping with your... Neighbor's wife is okay. Too. Let's do it. 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 Let's crank this up. Uh, Let's get lit. Before I go to the the next item, uh, Nick Michael Giacchino is texting me, and I can't text him back. Could you uh, let him know what number he needs to call? Yes, I can. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. How about another uh, uh, wait, item? What? But Preston, I'm looking at text messages. It looks to it looks like they already have. Those um, brownie M and M's. I just did it. Right. God just did it. Yeah, because I got this story just uh, like a oh, week God. ago, and it says it's going to be next month. But I oh, guess God. I guess they fast. I mean, you can sell those. That's sure. No problem. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next item. Tell me if this has already happened, or maybe it's even discontinued by the time I get to this. But <laughs> Hagen Dazs, and I am a fan, has created a new product called Soft Dipped Bars. Oh yeah. They. <laughs> <laughs> they feature Hagen dazs ice cream covered in a soft chocolate truffle coating. That does sound good. It does. And it's uh, oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? 
It's so smooth that it won't crack when you bite into it. So you know how sometimes when you do yeah. uh, dipped ice cream, if you bite into it, it, it cracks, and then you got this big chunk hanging there, and it falls off, and it kind of sucks. Dub bars are that way. Yeah. yeah. Like, now, they're you good, go, but they're, they're, they when, you, when, you, when you have a – here's the issue. You have a huge – part of that chocolate shear off and now you're just eating the vanilla ice cream. You're not eating what is meant to be in concert yes. those two tastes. Very well spoken, sir. I agree 100%. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it won't crack when you bite into it. The new option comes in three flavors. Soft dip vanilla. <laughs> soft dip chocolate. I'm going to and so practice social distancing. So everybody stay stand back. back. <laughs> this is gonna be a big one. Oh Any, anyone ever been told faithful? Oh, yeah. And soft dip caramel. Oh, these are all good. Uh, I am or, a big uh, the, the base Hagen Dazs ice cream is excellent. Or if it drives you crazy when people say caramel, I'll say soft dip caramel. Oh caramel. Uh even they, better than caramel. And they should be hitting stores uh this April, by the way. So if they already exist, you should uh oh, look, there's some pre ice cream. Let me <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God! Can I uh, make it? A... Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! <laughs> it happens. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. It's it's a natural lubricant. Yeah, it, it makes the other the ice cream go like easier. easier. You were saying, Casey? I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to make an ice cream suggestion because uh, I found a couple of flavors that uh, Acme has their signature brand. And so it's Acme, good too. It's yeah, very good. They have a signature brand ice cream, and they have two different like mint chocolate things that are amazing. They have a chocolate mint cookie crumble ice cream, and then they have a mint. So that one is chocolate based, but yep. it's minty. And then they have a mint chocolate cookie crumble. It's amazing. It is so damn good. I don't, I, I don't, obviously, they, I would assume they farm that out to another company to make whatever that company is. Yeah. Makes a hell of an ice cream. They really, really do. And, oh, and it, <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, another item, and it does involve an ice cream flavor of sorts. Now, this, tw- the tweet came out on Monday. All right. So it came out on the 23rd. Yes. Wendy's is confirmed. Wendy's, the drive-thru, you know, the the, the burger joint, has, that it will be giving away free Junior Frosties, either chocolate or vanilla, with every drive-thru order placed at participating restaurants. You'll need to check and see which ones are participating. Huh. Uh, if they're still open, are they open? They I, are. I, they I, are. I went to a, places open. Drive-thru windows are open. Well, I, I, as I was going to say, I went to a Chick-fil-A, but yeah. I don't know what all... Places have remained open, and yeah. which ones are, are closed? Right Any there. place that has a drive-through, you're more than more than likely to have it. There are places. My Wendy's is open. Open I, wind- okay. windows, yeah, yeah. So you can do that, and, right. and just you know, just check ahead. But again, as you said earlier, President, anything to support that commerce would be great. So check and see if they are participating. But they say the promotion will run for a limited time. They shared it in a tweet on Monday, noting the little things can make a difference. Uh, sometimes get free. They're right. Junior Frosty with every Wendy's drive-through order starting today. Now that was on Monday, so. and they're on. Uh, now I wonder. Well, obviously, if you stop on in, but I wonder if you do it through uh, uh, Grubhub or Dine. Was it Dine Dash? What's the uh... Dine and Dash. Dine and Dash. They, no, so, that? that's, no, that's when you eat at a restaurant and leave without paying. <laughs> Don't, of all times paying. to do that now. Not yeah. Now. What's, uh, what's DVDA again? What's it called? DVDA. Yeah. Don't Dine and Dash. Don't Dine and Dash. Don't what's what's it called? What's Wait a minute. So do people order, like, McDonald's and stuff? with? How do you do that? Why, why would oh, you yeah. even? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's really popular. And, and because it's become a, a serious moneymaker for McDonald's, they're promoting it. 
DoorDash. Marissa's holding up a note. She DoorDash. can't DoorDash. Thank you. Her, her not DoorDash. Dash. Dash. Isn't working. She's holding up a note yeah, yeah. to our FaceTime. That Ding we're dong watching. ditch. I think it's Ding called Ding dong ditch. ditch. Yeah. Marissa, can you uh, can you speak? Restaurants, if you do use Uber Eats and DoorDash and all those are wonderful uh, conveniences. They're great. They take about 30% of, they charge the restaurants about 30%. No. So right now, you can, Clip it also limits your exposure, you know, as you're out and about, and you and you get out and get it, you know, put the stuff in the freezer or whatever yeah. you got, and you're good to go. But yeah, all right. Somebody so it's DoorDash. Uh, Duncan is twelve dollars to deliver one coffee on DoorDash. Oh, seriously? I think I'll go there myself. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, how about this? Let me find something else here. I got more connoisseur stories. Uh, we're staying very dessert related today. And I love this. Pillsbury has actually changed the recipe for its cookie dough that you find in the refrigerated section so that it is safe to eat raw or cooked. Okay. This is a good thing. I, though, you know what? Um, I succumb to oh, I the do attraction too. of, I, even though I know there's raw eggs in it, mm-hmm. uh, I will uh, dip into that cookie dough. I try not to, but it's delicious. Uh, it's, it's wrong, but it's so right. Yes. I think uh, I'm the only person that doesn't like cookie dough. Okay. Yeah, what was it you don't like about it? Is it the texture, Kath? No, it's not. That the it te- makes children smile. No, <laughs> it's not the texture. I don't know. Maybe, you know, with me, a lot of it is mental. So maybe it's the thought of the egg that's not cooked okay. yet. But to me, it doesn't It doesn't taste good. Like, you have to cook it. And then we'll oh, eat it. I love it. So but good. even like like cookie dough ice cream and all that stuff, not a fan. Oh, yeah. We used to get, and I've told you this before, <laughs> we would get that five-pound bucket of uh, mm-hmm. Toll House cookie dough. It makes me shoot. And just eat it with a spoon? Yeah, I know, I know. And because it, you can do that. I always say, who's ever preparing the chocolate chip cookies or the Toll House, however you, you, your approach to them, never actually eats a completed cookie because you end up eating the dough. Mm. Uh, so a an Instagram can, account called Candy Hunting uh, posted a photo of some new packaging that says Pillsbury chocolate chunk and chip cookie dough was, quote, safe to eat raw or uh, eat bake. Eat, I'm sorry, to eat raw, eat or bake. Eat it raw. Uh, they say that it will soon be the case for all Pillsbury cookie dough. How are they uh, achieving that? Obviously, they use some sort of egg alternative. Thanks to the company using heat-treated flour and pasteurized eggs. Oh, no, Preston. Uh, to kill off possible foodborne pathogens. This is a mistake. So they've replaced the eggs with uh, with bat. With oh, bad, yes. no, That's they haven't gotten probably, the memo. Probably a bad call. No, no, this is a this, this is a great option for those who have been fearful of it. I I wonder how close to the actual taste it is. My guess is it's pretty good, mm-hmm. but uh, count me in. Okay, can you make actual cookies with this configuration? You can make cookies right. with it. Yes. Of all the things that you can eat before you put it in the oven, what do you think is the best tasting? Cookie dough, cake batter, or brownie batter? Cookie dough, cake Ye- batter. yellow cake batter. Uh, I'm not a big good fan. At all. Yeah, I, they're I, all good. You, what did you say, Kathy? Cake, cake batter? Yeah, look, we like you would lick the um, uh, the spatula or whatever when your mom would be done making a cake. And oh. you like you guys like that, like the cookie? Oh dough? my god, yes. mommy, mommy, can I lick that? Uh, yes, <laughs> brownie absolutely. Batter. Yeah, brownie batter. That's what you're voting for. Yes. Okay. Uh, I got to go with the cookie dough. Uh, it's a little more. Um, you get more substance. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But I mean, yes, always. Can I lick the spoon? That was, always. That was the thing. Oh my God! When my mother would do that, and you know, and she'd, uh, or she was cleaning out the bowl, you know, and yep. you could just get those last years. Brownie batter is a home run. It really is. Cookie dough and brownie like batter are neck and neck. Really? You got you How guys. Are you, are, are you making it with sand? You guys are gonna hate me, but Jace asks all the time <laughs> if he can no. like the batter, and I'm like, no. Why? You're depriving that child. It doesn't taste good until it's baked. It did. You don't know what tastes good to him. <laughs> he might think it's fantastic. It's raw now, Jace has just written a book about his abusive childhood. <laughs> Jace, exactly what went on inside that home? My mother would make cookies, and she wouldn't ever let me lick the bat or anything, and she kept everything so clean. He's missing out, Kath. He is missing out. Kathy, I come don't on. know. It just tastes so disgusting to me. It's better just, when it's baked. Just Yummy. because you, you don't go. like it. You know, I, I do hate you a little bit more right now. <laughs> I do. Yeah. You're a great mom, but man, you're a bad mom. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what is about this, this activity? Oh, yeah, the activities. Tons of activities all the time. Can we sit down for once? Didn't like I that. just went, I went upstairs in the break and I said to him, I go, do you want to go for a long walk or do you want to do a scavenger hunt through Conchahawken? And he just looked at me. He was like, can I watch TV today? Uh, <laughs> I want to lick the batter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what, Kath? Just one day. Make it, you know, here, do all the things that I say you can't do. Right. Make a mess. Eat batter. Oh. Start a fire. Start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd be okay with all that except make a mess. All right. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, the fire thing. The sure. fire thing, sure, we can try that out. Why not? Play with some broken glass. Yeah. All right. Uh, should I do one last story? Do one do we more. Need yeah, one last, right. if it's a shorty. This is not a dessert thing. Uh, I've moved on from candies and desserts. Don't call this a dessert thing. Uh, P.F. Chang's is releasing three new frozen dishes, and they're based on some of the most popular dishes from the restaurant. Uh, I'm a sucker for P.F. Chang's. Are you? I know it's extremely Americanized Asian cuisine, but it's yummy. Dude, I, I've not been there enough to really know what, how I stand on it's kind of It's one of our family go-to joints all right. That, that we, all right, where you want to go to dinner. You know, Texas Roadhouse, uh, you know, <laughs> P.F. Uh, Chang's. Yeah. We, do, we like doing the chains, you know, because they, they've got something, Consistency. something that everybody's yeah. going to like. And, and we do love P.F. Chang's. So, uh, so an Instagrammer uh, posted about them and reported the new options are Kung Pao Cauliflower. Kung Pao cauliflower? Yep, which I've had. It's good. Uh, crispy green beans. I do like those. Mm, these green beans are so And <laughs> the pork shoyu ramen, which I have not had on their uh, their menu. Uh, they haven't been added to P.F. Chang's home menu website just yet, so it's unclear if they're actually in stores now. So or, <laughs> or if they will be coming soon. So uh, I, I am a sucker for the lettuce wraps. Because the uh, P.F. Chang and then uh, the Pei Wei, Pei Wei, what is it? Yeah, Pei Wei, I think. Poo-poo. Poo-poo. I've never been to Pei Wei. It's basically, it's just takeout uh, uh, or fast, fast casual P.F. Chang's. Okay. Yeah, I believe they're under the same umbrella. So you don't have to put on your suit like you do for P.F. Chang's. <laughs> yeah, it's the same company case. It's just, it is, it's okay. the takeout version of P.F. Chang's. When we go oh, to P.F. Chang's, like Michelle and I, we, we just end up, we order almost exclusively off the appetizer menu. We, we order like eight, yes. eight appetizers, and we mm-hmm. just just fill the table, and, and we'll we'll eat what we don't eat. We take home. Iron Hill Brewery has a riff on that with the lettuce. Um, you know, you talk about the lettuce sort of yeah. wrap thing. Yeah, they're oh, awesome. So good. They're mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. They have hummus too. Hummus. <laughs> Wait, yes, I'd like to have. I'd like to order two hundred pounds of hummus for takeout, please. <laughs> and you have pitas the size of manhole covers. Mm. 
Uh, so if you're interested, I don't know when these will be in stores, but uh, they are coming out with some frozen items. I hadn't, uh, I haven't picked these up yet, but they sell some of the sauces. I've seen them in the condiment aisles, the PF Chang uh, sauces. A lot of those, a lot of the times, these oh. these uh, these different chains will have their own stuff. People get so crazy for them. Do they sell uh, Cheddar Bay biscuits? Um, that I don't think so. In the Steve. store, yeah. But no. I tell you what, what uh, something I was going to bring up recently, and in the connoisseur file, and I didn't get to, but um, and it might only be regionally. It might only be in Atlanta right now, or or all of Georgia. I'm not sure, but uh, um, Chick Fil A is bottling their Chick Fil A sauce, ah, which is fantastic. Makes a great cocktail. Oh, it's so good. And they still haven't said like exactly what it is, right? Is is it a no? It's a it, they have. Sauce? Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a honey mustard barbecue. Oh, okay. But it, it looks just like uh, it doesn't look like there's any barbecue sauce right. in it because it's more it's kind of a yellowish color. Uh, but yeah, it's like a honey mustard and barbecue mix, and it's phenomenal. It's <laughs> excellent. So you can get that. But I, you can probably if they if they have it uh, in some states, uh, then I would assume you'd be able to order it in a bottle. Of course, right? Yeah. Come on, man. All right. Anyhow, these are some tasty little morsels. That is correct. Uh, thank you for listening. All right, we are going to take a break. Couple things: we're going to do another uh, Daily Rush matchup, uh, and we are going to talk to our very good friend, an incredibly talented uh, musician, composer, uh, Mr. Michael Giacchino. The best. He is the best. And we'll return with that and more. Make sure you stay with us. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities, and right now they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. Steve, programming note. Yes. I misspoke a moment ago and a number of texters have corrected me. You can indeed get Cheddar Bay Biscuit Mix at grocery stores. (laughs) What the f***? Exactly. That's amazing. So apparently you can do that. I don't know if it's Red Lobster sanctioned or not, uh, but apparently... And maybe it is. Well, you, the last I, thing you it, want to do is, the, is to have the Red Lobster police show up at your door. You don't want that. For I mean, unvetted biscuits. They handle crustaceans. for They do. For God, they oh, my God. Lobster week? Look yeah. what they do. All right. So, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, you can get the mix. All right. All right. Is, excellent news. Thank good you. Good news in these uncertain times. In these, uh, <laughs> in these uncertain times when we now have no idea where our biscuits are coming from. Yes. Red Lobster has stepped in. Cheddar Bay Biscuit Mix now available at your local store. Hey, I have a question. This sad music that you're playing, is this from Lost? No. Oh, I have that. Okay, because I was going to say it, it's a perfect setup uh, for our next guest, but I, uh, I don't know what this is. I mean, we use it all the time. Don't worry about don't it. Worry I, about I, I have other no. music. I have other music. I'm going to play this instead. We need something upbeat uh, to bring our next guest on board. Uh, it's he, a pandemic party. He has, he has written the music for... More films that you love than I can even. And sit you can here, shake a stick at. And I can shake a stick at. Then <laughs> I can sit here and roll through the credits of. But the, you know they're incredible. So we always play this when he comes on because it's so iconic and so cool. But and not only has he done these great things. From what I understand, I was watching an Instagram uh, live video with him the other day. I think he has 
five films that he's working on next year. Wow. Or is it in the next year? I'm not sure. He's got some time now. Please welcome Mr. Michael Giacchino to the program. Good morning, Michael. Doing? We're good. How are you holding up, man? I'm still trying to wake up. It's dark outside. <laughs> I know. I know. We appreciate the early rising. It's already Sunday here in Philadelphia. I think that's how it works, right? Yeah. I, I don't know what the, the, the time difference is. I don't know is. what day it is anymore. Does it even matter? Well, actually, Preston actually has gone to the um, to the length of uh, announcing the actual day many times throughout the morning because people do tend to lose track now. So, yeah, uh, yeah it is Friday. Yes. I've just been like in this weird space of like it. I'm, it's like living on a desert island in some way, you know. You just don't, it is what it is. It is, know? yeah. But yeah. again, we say this: it will end, and then it'll be back to business as usual. And and to Preston's uh, intro, how many scores are you currently working on? Oh, uh, well, I do have five movies next year. <laughs> I have I have no movies this year. And five movies next year. And I thought, oh, well, I'm going to take a break now. But now that I'm home, I'm like, well, I might as well start working on some of those movies now. Yeah. So I've been talking to the directors. I've been reading the scripts. And I've been coming up with ideas and themes and things. Like the other day, I was working on Jurassic World. Um, so that's, I'm sure, you know, that way I'm at least ahead of the game. Can I, I might as well. Can I tell you something? I got into such a Michael Giacchino Jurassic World uh, loop. I, I the, You know, I have the soundtrack. And, and there's a one in particular theme that is used in the movie i like at the end when the of the uh when the t-rex steps up on top of the building and looks oh, yeah. out yep, so yep. that theme is so beautiful oh thank you uh, it is and, I, and it, I just find it incredibly inspiring and it's just wonderful so those and that's your gift man that you can you know, just do the, the the that sound so that the, that progression uh, make me well up with tears. It's a wonderful... Well, you know what we will do? We, we, when, when this is all over, we will go to the top of a building in Philadelphia, <laughs> yes. and you can stand up there, and we will film this, and we will put put that music behind it. And, and I will wear a T-Rex costume when I do yeah. it, all right? <laughs> They're all the rage right now. They're all the rage. Yeah. Preston, you know... Can, is... we, can we commit to doing that right now? Uh, it can. is a done deal, sir. It would be my pleasure. Yes, okay. absolutely. Let's do that. <laughs> hey, Michael, with that, with that, you know, as soon as Steve mentioned it, you knew immediately the uh, the part of the film and the, and the piece of music that he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. Ha, ha, do you you know? Because I know that some musicians and, and they cherish their their songs. They're their babies. They're their children of sorts. They're, they're from their creative uh, womb, if you will. Have you have, do you ever like years later look at a project and go, you know, I wish I would have done this with that piece of music instead. Every day. That's why I don't listen to any of my own music. Really? Like then I would just spend this. I would just be in this loop of, oh man, I really screwed that up. Well, because so. you, 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 the other day I was watching that Instagram uh, video you were doing with a, uh, he, he's a composer who is uh, did oh, uh, Alex. Hamilton. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you had said at the top, you said, yeah, Alex helped me out with some really bad songs that I wrote. <laughs> well, exactly. I, You know, it was fun. Well, you want to know this? Did I tell you the story about those songs? No, d- do tell. The story, those songs, you know, for months, Brad Bird had been, who was directing Incredibles, he had been telling me, listen, we have these songs that are going to be, the characters are going to actually sing each other's theme songs in this one scene. You know, so uh, you need to write these theme songs for Mr. Incredible, Frozone, and Mrs. Incredible. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And I was working on something else. And then about a week before they were due, he reminded me. And he was like, don't forget those songs. I'm like, yeah, no problem, no problem. I'll do it. And then literally the morning that they were due, I woke up and I was like, holy crap, I never wrote those songs. <laughs> I, I, they were going to record them that afternoon. They were going to wow. record, like, Sam Jackson singing or something. And I 
I remember getting up at like six in the morning, running out here. It was actually the last time I got up when it was dark, probably. And uh, <laughs> and I came running up here, and in about an hour and a half, I wrote all three of the songs, uh-huh. and then I did demos of them, and I I uh, just sang them for Brad so that the the actors had a guideline. And I sent them in that morning, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe. It. But sometimes I think like when you're forced to do something it maybe it comes out better i i, I, I believe that at least for some people there yeah. i think a little bit of pressure even sometimes a lot of bit a lot of pressure will allow you the freedom of saying what the f let's just do it and yeah. uh, and that might help sometimes of course it could end a disaster but i think yeah. i think pressure is a good thing it's not bad yeah, but yeah generally i don't listen to my stuff because it just ends up putting me into this place of like listening too much to what well, if, if enough years and years have passed I might listen to it and go, oh, did I wait? Did I write that? Wow, I used to be good. Yeah, no, you, 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 you let us uh, let us love what you do, and I, I can certainly understand that, though. But Jurassic World Dominion will be the third film you're going to be scoring that, yeah. and and they're bringing back apparently everybody from Jurassic Park. You're going to have Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum. I know. And, and, I was reading the script, and it's and it's insane reading this thing. I'm like, holy cow! This is like a complete reunion of everyone. It's really fun. That is cool, and uh, and so yeah. So obviously, um, so uh, you know, again, you you had sort of the the parameters of us a jurassic sound with uh, the original john williams stuff but you made it your own yeah. uh when you have five things in the queue that you're working on how do you prioritize besides besides release dates and stuff like that especially now things are a little bit more fluid obviously things are very fluid yeah, yeah. and all the productions have shut down they're all shut down so it's you know nothing is happening so right now i don't know what's going to come out when or where or how or anything but i you know one thing i am sure of they're going to come out at some point yeah it's just a matter of i, I we just all waiting through this to see what happens i think you know? it, it can break and let me get your take on this i think it can break a number of different ways and obviously there's nobody in the world that's saying this is not going to pass and, and dr uh, fauci has said that he, he believes it's really it's exhibiting uh, sort of a seasonal flu aspect so whatever by hook or crook will get it will this will diminish but I think people are going to be biting at the bit to get out, and you may see a real explosion, you know, once people feel comfortable at the theaters again. Yes. Oh, absolutely. People are going to just want – I haven't been in, in inside this long in uh, – I can't even tell you. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, I love going out at night for dinners. I love seeing my friends, being with my kids, doing all of these things. And when you're just sort of forced not to do it uh, – however, I will say the one nice – the one silver lining – of this has been that my office is much cleaner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same you know? same thing. Yeah. My house. Yep. It, it took a pandemic to get us to clean yeah. up the house finally. Yeah, exactly. And that shed out back of my office that I kept talking about for years, saying, "One day I'm going to clear that thing out." It's cleared out. Oh, Michael! After the bubonic plague, the planet was spotless. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, a, the, it was <laughs> the cleanest you could eat off the floor. It was amazing. <laughs> now, have you have you been practicing your drums, Michael, during this time? Uh, Yes, and as I as I tweeted to you the other day, I was practicing my drums. I have graduated from awful to meh. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> awful to meh, baby steps. Yeah, I made it to meh. So I, 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 and I feel very proud about this. I'm very proud about this. You know, it's so funny because you know I the, usually the only time that I play drums, I play generally once a year for a week out in the desert at this arts festival, Burning Man. Yeah. And so my friend and I, uh, we go to this thing, and then uh, we play for people. And I'm, you know, whatever. I don't know what it is. It's the, I, get, I get by. But yeah. when I was sitting here, and I'm playing along with actual real drummers, like in, you know, David Bowie's band and all of this, and I'm just like, 
trying to keep up with these guys, I'm like, God, I am terrible. <laughs> I am just awful. And then I watch, you know, uh, Preston do his thing online, and I'm like, wow, you're you're a really good drummer, and I'm, and I'm terrible. I need some lessons here. Uh, well, yep, I can I can hook you up. We can we can definitely work on something Preston, together. <laughs> Preston's actually immersed, and just this happened uh, uh, pre pandemic uh, that uh, you just sort of rekindled your love yeah. of drumming. Well, I, injury I, sort of. I injured my shoulder, and I can't play golf anymore. So really? I, I, yeah, so I've dove in t- uh, deep into the drums. I joined. There's a there's a great website. I'm not going to just sit here and just plug yeah. away, but it's called Drumio, and it's a it's a wonderful online resource to learn. Uh, your skills as a drummer. So I've been really hunkering down and working on the basics and trying to really give myself a firm base uh, to continue to to grow as a, as a musician. It's, wow, it's, well, you sound great. You were doing great, and when and and put it, you know when you played along with that little um, Chinese girl, yes, singing. She's so beautiful. She's oh, it's like, wonderful. Is that, yeah, is that one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen? It's Precious like, is the word that comes to mind every time I watch it. Michael had tweeted it out. I showed it to Casey. I'm like, Casey, I'm gonna have a hard time not crying while I play this for you. <laughs> It's so sweet. It's so wonderful. Yeah. And I noticed it. There was it was just her and a guitar. There was no accompaniment to it. And I was like, you know what? It needs a little. It needs a little bossa nova <laughs> rhythm to it. So, and it was perfect. Oh my you. god, it was so good. So how are you guys doing? Like, what do you? Do we, how many of you are in the studio right now? Yeah, ahead, uh, we have. Uh, it's Preston, Stephen, Casey in the studio. Uh-huh. Nick and Marissa and Kathy are at home, and they can hear you, and they can chime in as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, Nick. No, no, I know Nick. Nick, Nick's at home on the sofa in a sweatpants. I <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's accurate. That's that's one hundred percent accurate. Make, he tried to make up for it by wearing some sort of tie and then sweatpants. And I'm feeling like, yeah. you know what? Stay home. We don't we just stay there. It's right. better for everybody. Yeah, but it's it's been an uh, an interesting you know week and a half of of uh, broadcasting, but. Um, uh, we're making it work, and we're still having fun. I think that's the important part of it yeah. all. There's, well, there's, there's, there's no reason not to, right? And it's great. No, I'm glad that you guys are doing this. You know, I mean, my parents obviously are down there in South Jersey, just across the river from you guys. So, hello, mom and dad. How are you doing? <laughs> and uh, they're hunkered down, and everyone should be. And it's just, it's a bit of a scary time for everyone right now. You yeah, know what? But, go ahead. But, but there's, there's been, there's, there's great moments of creativity and, and entertainment yeah. that has come out of. It. That's why I was watching. Your Instagram uh, 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 video the other day, and then some of, some of your other friends, like Kirk Thatcher, had one yeah. the other day, and I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm doing another one today, actually, this afternoon uh, with a friend of mine, Trader Brandon. He's like a tiki expert. Oh, ah, he's actually <laughs> wow. Trader Brandon is amazing. Look him up on Instagram, and he he's just incredible. He's a great website, but he's a, not only a tiki expert, but he's also in charge of like. Um, you know Trader Sam's at Disneyland and Disney World. That's at that famous tiki bar. He was in charge of dressing that, making it look the way it is. Wow. Okay. Um, he actually helped me with my office. He helped me. You know, this guy is he's awesome and just the nicest person in the world. So he and I are going to do one of those Instagram Live things this afternoon, um, and that's actually been fun. Like I had never used Instagram Live or done anything like that. So I'm like, I'm like, well, let's just give this a sh- shot and see what this is like. And then the next thing you know, you're connected with people in Iran and Indonesia and all over the world, and you're talking to these people, and it's a pretty incredible experience, you know, connecting that way. It's, uh, well, Michael, you were flawless, because at the beginning, you're sitting there staring, I was like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm trying to get him on. Uh, 
<laughs> I know. I said, I thought, I thought, I said, this is just going to be a series of me trying to get this to work. Yeah. Uh, it'll look like, you know, your parents trying to program the VCR. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you get this? I'm trying to get the home box office to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when home box, oh, how's the, the freaking box won't work. Um, but, Michael, so it, we wanted to make mention of Monster Challenge, which if people haven't seen it, if they're looking for something to take a look oh, at. Yes, yes, yeah. If you have a chance, you can go to... Um, Actually, I think you can see it through my website, michaeljacchino.com. is probably the easy, easiest way to find it. But it's a short film that I made with Patton Oswalt and Ben Schwartz and Dermot Mulroney, Amy, uh, Amy Brenneman, uh, you know, Benedict Wong and Tom Everett Scott. And we had a blast making this insanely stupid 13-minute uh, short. So it's only 13 minutes of your life. Even if you hate it, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. And I promise you, you won't hate it. Right. You'll like it. You know what? It's like, the, it's, like, it's like the pandemic. It won't be forever. If you hate it, it'll pass in 13 it, it, minutes. It's going, it will. This too shall pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Nick, you had a question? Well, Preston, my audio is not great, but if you could bring up that John Williams score and that video that I sent you the other day, I wanted to find out if that was, in fact, the same room. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so Michael, uh, Nick had uh, sent over a video. It was John Williams re-recording uh, the Star Wars theme. And I'm looking, and it was him in the studio doing it. I'm looking at it, I'm like, I sent back to Nick. I go, Nick, does that room look familiar to you? And I don't know if you've seen this or not, Michael, but I think it was that exact same studio where you did uh, Spider-Man Homecoming that we it, were at. It's possible. We did that at Fox, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, we did that at Fox. Now, most of... Uh, Star Wars was recorded at Sony. However, I believe on the last one, they ha- they might have done a couple at Fox. So it is entirely possible. If you send it to me, I can tell you. Okay, Nick, what was that for? It was it was a, an anniversary of sorts, wasn't it? It was for Rise of Skywalker. And, for Rise and Michael, of Skywalker. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out and, and copy you on the tweet, but it's really cool, and it really looks at 40 years of John Williams' contributions to the Star Wars universe. Yeah, which is pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, like, incredible. The guy is the best. Uh you know, he. No one will ever be as good as him, so don't even try. And and that you'll feel much better as long as you have that in your head. <laughs> you yeah. won't be disappointed. Uh, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, I think I'm going to ask you. Okay, so if you are uh, playing for you, or, you know, and you're and you're making a movie score, do you have to be in a union in order to play for you? Uh, it depends on the film. It depends on the film that we're doing and where we're recording it. If we're recording it here in L.A. and it's a union film, then, yeah, you have to be in the musicians' union to play. Okay, so, like, SAG wouldn't get that done? Uh, no, it's it's the AFM. Okay. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just asking for a Are friend. You thinking about joining in? No, no. But, man, how He is cool. a master gazoo player. Preston, how cool would it be if you just got to play five seconds of a score? I almost... Well, if, you're, if you're out here on something, we could make that happen. That's that's fine. Like, we we always have guests like that all <laughs> the time. Cool. Just come in and do something for fun. And, 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 yeah, we can certainly do that. I almost oh. asked you when we were there for Spider-Man Homecoming. But I thought it, you had to be union. And I wasn't even going to go down that well, path. You know, technically, yes. But you can... You know, you know, we can just for something fun like that, we do that. It's fun. Yay! Yeah, that would be cool. And what? What? And I remember on Ratatouille, the producer, he's uh, he played trombone, and I was like, "Oh yeah, can you read, you know, music?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can still read music." I was like, "All right, get out there!" So we threw him in the trombone section on wow. one of the cues. That is uh, awesome. Yeah, it was fun. And the visual effects supervisor from Star Wars, Roger Guyet. He played saxophone on uh, on uh, Ratatouille, so you know we we do it for fun. Okay. All right. My next question is this: What do you? And I don't know if this is a, you know an easy easily uh, answered question, but what do you think is better, 
to not notice a score, like that it's just so seamless, seamless with what's going on in the picture, or one that really, really stands out? I think that if you're just going to the movies, like for the normal movie-going audience, I, I think they don't really notice the scores. I think you don't want that. You want them to, to just experience the whole, the whole of the storytelling. You know, that's what you want. Um, but they're not, there are people who are really interested in music, people who like music, so they will notice it more, obviously. Uh, and hopefully, when they do notice it, it's not annoying them. You know, that's the thing. Because I have seen, you know, I've been to a lot of movies where the score is just not working for the film. Yes, it's yes. Not telling the same story, so it really pushes you away. But we're people that, like, we pay attention to music, so we know that. You know, we're, we're music people, so we can we do But I think the average person just wants to experience the whole thing. It's funny because the average person may not even know who the hell directed that movie, or, you know, they just want to have that experience with those characters on screen. And I think if you give them that, that's the best case scenario. But they're, they're, but you're exactly right. And I do. I've always loved soundtracks. I've always thought they were, you know, a character in the movie. But I'll say this. Like, the, for example, we were talking with, uh, I was talking with Pierre Robert here yesterday about James Bond movies. I'm a massive James Bond fan. Yep. And uh, they made, one year they made a movie outside of Cubby Broccoli and, and the whole regular group. It was called Never Say Never Again. They get, yeah. didn't have the rights to any of the music. And Michelle Legrand, who's a great composer, He's an amazing composer passed away. Yeah. He composed it, but it didn't work. And, yeah. and, and, and it, it sort of killed the movie. Yeah, I know. And 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 if, and if the movie isn't working already, yeah. The music is not going to help it very much. You know, it's going to just make it worse. Yeah, cuz we um we had watched uh Watchmen on HBO and and it, it, the I thought impressed and you'll agree oh. the score especially in the very beginning episodes, first two or three or th- uh, three episodes were really really good and and you noticed it and that was Trent Reznor right yeah it was outstanding yeah, Trent Reznor yeah and Atticus yeah. Ross or Atticus yeah, yeah. Atticus Finch from uh, To Kill a Mockingbird Atticus Finch no Atticus yeah, Ross yeah. Atticus Finch yeah him and him and Boo Radley <laughs> Boo Radley by the way is an incredible harpsichord player a lot of people don't know that <laughs> but Trent actually he, he has a different approach so so they're going to ask yeah. Trent to to score movies uh, because they want a different sound than than what you provide do you yeah, um exactly I mean you know it's always fun to experiment and go out outside your, your comfort zone and try things. Um, but, though, you know, sometimes people just want a specific thing, and those guys do what they do so well. Yeah. And uh, they're really nice people, too. They're really good guys. I mean, it's funny because you, you think of these two guys from Nine Inch Nails, and you're like, oh, they, they must be, like, goth, and they probably <laughs> wouldn't even look at me or talk to me. But right. They're actually, completely normal, very nice people, and uh, and they're incredibly talented, both of them. Uh, Michael, you mentioned uh, Jurassic World. Uh, can you uh, throw any other titles out there that you're going to be working on next year? Uh, what am I allowed to say that I'm working on? Oh, Batman. I'm oh, working yes. on Batman, I, I, which we, we, we've, we've discussed that a little bit here and there. No, we, we haven't. They, they shut down. You actually released, there's yeah. music that was released in the intro, I think, from the last time we talked about it, which is which is excellent. And oh, thank you, yeah. All yeah. the footage, the, the retro-looking Batmobile, retro but Isn't current. is that cool? It's like, effing awesome. I love it so much. Like, I think, you know, of Look, all, there's a lot of cool Batmobiles out there, but when I see when I saw that one for the first time, he sent me a bunch of uh, concept art to look at, and I was like, "I want that car now! I want it now!" Well, and you, you know what? You you will be able to get a close to it version. You know, like like you, right. you like Bullet had a car. You could, yeah. uh, you know, you could you can get the Bullet Mustang, but uh, but I mean, to me, that's that's sort of a, a nod. To the Adam West and the original, if you ever saw the original Bat 
Man Comics and, and the serial, yep. uh, you know, and the black and white. And he was basically driving around in a sedan. Yeah, you know? exactly. exactly. And I, the nice thing about it, it is a car that when you look at it, you feel like you could drive that car. You know, like as, as fun and as cool as the, the, the Batmobile is in, say, Tim Burton's Batman, like, I don't picture myself driving that thing around. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can t- actually take a corner with that right. thing. It just doesn't really look that. Well, he couldn't. He had to fire out that hook to grapple the post so yeah. that the car could exactly. make the turn. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that's going to work. But when I look at this car, I'm like, I could drive that car. I want that car right now. Uh, it's I, it's it's really – I know that they shut you – know, obviously, everything's on hold, and everything will come out of hold, and then everything yeah. will be back up and running. But, I mean, yeah. you, you got – to me, I love that, that tone, that sort of uh, – you know, that sort of brooding vibe. Well, like, when I was thinking about it, I was like, it's one of those things, certain certain films, when you work on them, you can just kind of put your mind inside the head of the main character. You know, you really kind of want to just sit there for a second and go, what goes on in Batman's head? Yeah. You know? And I kept thinking, like, there was just that, this idea of this just repeated thing that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and, you know, whatever's welling up inside of him. And I imagine him just staring at the window and just hearing this bum. Bum, 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 you know, going on in his head over and over and over, sort of an obsessive compulsive thing. Love it. Uh, and I just felt like, you know, that to me, if I had to imagine what is happening inside his head, that's what's happening inside his head. Now, uh, you I, know. I, I'm curious if, if Michael, because I've seen, you know, videos that break down some of the music, especially in row one that you did and, and how crafty you were at, at adding little bitty flourishes and nods to other uh, to other Star Wars films, just just for a hint of a second, uh, just to have that that sensation, that throwback to the the other part of the series. Yeah. Will you try to sneak in a na 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 anywhere? I don't know. I don't know if Matt Matt Reeves, the director, would let me. But uh, uh, you know, I might be able to do it subliminally somehow, somewhere where no one notices unless I point it out. All right, we'll see. We'll All see. Right. You know, that Neil Hefty theme is one of the best things ever written. Yeah, isn't it? it was great. I, I, I have a one picture. Of the, one, of, one of the players in my orchestra, his, I believe his father played the guitar on that theme. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, my I God. Mark LeVang, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mark LeVang's father played the guitar on that theme. I, I, um, I told you the last time I have, I have a picture, and it, it establishes my adoration for Batman when I was a kid, and I... I begged my mother to put the poster, Batman poster, which was the opening graphic from Batman, where Batman and Robin are running side by side uh, towards you with the animation. I put it near the TV set because I needed Batman to know how much I loved him. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it has not left me ever since. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, wanted, you had her put a picture on the TV? Or so the, or I begged. I, you with the TV? I, got a, I had a poster that was up in my room, but it was nowhere near the TV. And I felt for certain that the best way to communicate <laughs> with Batman was to allow him to, through the TV, see uh, yeah. that my poster was right there, that I was that much of a fan. You, you know what? That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. <laughs> to a deranged child, it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see the logic in that. <laughs> uh, Michael, I think each one of us on the show has a has a... Uh, one interview that we would love to get. I know, Steve, right now for you, it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Preston, I'm sure you would love to get Paul McCartney back on the show. Again. Uh, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there one musician out there that you just would love to be able to feature in one of your scores? Um. Well, man, I, I think it'd be so much fun to work with Paul McCartney, actually. I mean, I, I've been lucky, really lucky, lucky, lucky to be able to do that on occasion with him. And... Um, there's something that we're talking about working on together again. Which wow. Is and I, I, you know, I, I get to work with a lot of great musicians. You know who I worked with who I absolutely love? 
is Mike uh, McCready from Pearl Jam. No, wow. kidding. They have yeah. a new album out today. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so Mike is incredible. One of the best guitarists I've ever worked with. Wow. Um, just a nice, incredible guy. I, you'd love him. But, his, of course, everything he's done as well is just just insane. But but there's something about working with Paul because, you, you know, once you get past the whole Paul is God thing, um, you really realize how much of a just a, a normal, wonderful, enthusiastic musician this guy is. He's just a music nerd and music fan. He loves movies. He loves animation. He's just this guy that you can. You guys would just have a great, and you have. I I think at one point you cut. You talked to him, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's just a great guy. Just yeah. Really fun. And and it's. I remember one of the things he was. One of the things that will never uh, leave my head that he told me was. So I was always so interested in their chord progressions and what they did and how they did it and and how did they come up with these these weird progressions? You normally you would never go from this chord to this chord, and he just sort of stopped me and he was just like, "That all happened because we had no idea what we were doing." Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, just, it just sounded cool to us, and then as we look back, we we look like geniuses, <laughs> but it just sounded cool to us. But that in itself is sort of a genius when you recognize that something that other people would say is the wrong thing to do, you just go full force with it. So yeah. there's something to be said about embracing those um, those instincts, and whether they be mistakes or, or not, just embrace them and go for it. You know? I, I saw a documentary about uh, Motown and, uh, the, you know, the session guys that were, that were their stock musicians. And when uh, Smokey Robinson had written um, My Girl... Uh, I think Smokey had written, and yeah. and uh, the the guitarist said jokingly, just goes here. How about this? And he was joking. He thought he was making a a mockery of it. He goes, how about this? And it's one of the most iconic <laughs> moments in, uh, or you know, that a legend is born. Yeah, and that sometimes right. it happens by accident. Nick, you had a question. Well, I just wanted to uh, ask about McCready because I think that he did the soundtrack for Almost Famous. I think he worked with. Um, uh, Cameron Crowe, Crow and to put that together. Did you work with him on a specific project, Michael? Well, we worked together actually on the thing I was doing with Paul McCartney uh, because Paul had said, hey, you know, who are you thinking for guitar players? And I remember thinking to myself, wait a minute, you know every guitar player in the world. You're asking me who I think about what guitar player? And he goes, yeah. And he's like, well, who would you want for this? And I said, well, I would love to work with Mike McCready. And he was like, Pearl Jam? I was like, yeah. And he goes, that sounds cool. And he goes, do you think he would do it? And I'm like, yeah, I think he was good. <laughs> how, about, how about that guy from Loverboy? He seems oh, good. That's funny. Wow. Yeah, so it was, it, it, you know, it's always fun to, when you get to kind of meet people like that. Because, look, most of my time, 99% of my time is sitting in this room by myself. So it may seem like it's a glamorous thing, and uh, you know, but it's honestly, it's me. In this room with all my Star Trek toys from yep. when I was a kid. Oh yeah, uh, you know, and 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 that's it. So, Michael, uh, what's what's your ritual when you when you sit down to work? Do you have anything? Do you have a, like a cup of coffee? Is there something specifically that you go through to get yourself in that frame? Yeah, I usually I like working early. I like getting up early and working from you know say eight thirty to nine to five o'clock uh, in the afternoon, and then I'm done. But when I get up, the first thing I got to do is eat. I like okay. no matter what. If I don't eat, then I'm in a bad mood. Uh, so I get up, I eat, I come up to the office with a cup of coffee, and I just sit down and I start writing. You know, I just get right into it, whatever whatever thing I'm on. Uh, sometimes okay. I try to get not get too distracted by the internet. You know, as yeah. can happen. But usually, I'm, when I'm working, I'm working the whole day. That's that's what's been weird about this time is that I've been 
I've been working on things, getting ready for the next for the next year. But also, I've been doing things that I want to do. I'm, you know, we talked about Monster Challenge. My friend who produced that with me, we're preparing three other shorts to make, hopefully this summer, and we're going to do that. So it's about taking some time to do some non-music things as well. Okay. You, know. you say the job's not all that glamorous, but at the end, there's got to, it's got to be very rewarding when you see the final product. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's always fun. You know, really, the best part of it is what you guys came and visited was when we were on the stage recording. So, you know, after spending that time weeks in a, in a room alone writing music, and then when you get to go with the greatest players on the planet mm. and, and uh, have them perform it, that is the, the reward at the end of it all. Because... Uh, these players are just incredible. And, you know? and Michael, performing it without ever even seeing it before it's placed yeah. in front of them, not rehearsing it, not even nope. warming up. Nope. One, two, three, four, here we go, bang. It's in unbelievable. Fact, yeah. And in fact, they don't even know what they're going to be playing when they wake up that morning. They know that I have, they have a, a session for me, but they don't know the movie. They don't know what style of music it is. They have no idea. And you know what? They don't care because they're so good. They can just get there. They sit down. They look at the music and go, okay, let's record. And we're re- usually recording on the first take, and, yeah. you know? And it's incredible how good they are. You saw you, you saw them just 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 fly through things as, with ease. As a, mu- as a quote-unquote musician, me, I, I've, I was impressed beyond belief. I, I've yeah. never seen anything like that. Yeah, it's, and it takes years and years and years of dedication and study to be able to play that well and it's like learning a language right you, yeah. you know anyone who can really truly speak multiple languages that takes a while to learn and figure out and do and and uh, these guys they dedicate their whole lives to it that's incredible no they're the best well one final suggestion for you while you have this extra time because i know you're a ray harryhausen fan why not try some stop motion animation <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's funny you say that because i was thinking like well i could actually why don't i just do a little fun animation on the side of my table here yeah i have actually been thinking about that i have been thinking about oh. that Pull out one of my old uh, models, maybe, that I used in one of my movies when I was a kid and maybe do something and just throw it on Instagram. Who knows? It's a joy. Go yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's just fun stuff. All right, Michael, uh-huh. is the sun coming up yet? Uh, the sun, yes, it's actually starting to be light now. There we there go. You go. We're, we're going to let you go about your day then. But uh, We brought you out of the dark. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we and, pre- I'm, and I'm glad you did. It's always fun. <laughs> Excellent. We appreciate you uh, reaching out. And uh, Michael's a really fun follow on tw- on Twitter and Instagram. And you're going to be on, is it later today with Trader later Brand? Today, but it'll be on with Trader Brandon. Trader Brandon, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's just at Trader Brandon uh, on Instagram. Okay. Uh, you can search him and find him. And, and also go to his website. He has an amazing tiki book that he wrote about you know how to decorate tiki the right way. It's great. I love that. We know, book. It's the best. He we know the somebody best. who works here that would want that. That's his, that would be his yeah. Bible. Yeah. There, there uh, you go. Excellent. All right, Michael, take care. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, everyone. Excellent. Be safe. We'll talk soon. We you will. Too. Michael Giacchino, guys. Wow. He's awesome. He's he's just uh, he's one of the most genuine people I've ever met. It's just uh, you know there are people that are a joy to talk to, and he's he's one of them. And, and his talent is through the roof. Yeah. It's, it's just phenomenal. We're, we're happy to have him as a friend. All right. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment when we do. Uh, Daily Rush matchup and we'll get the Bizarre file. So stay there. We'll be back in a moment. 
everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop, like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops, with designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, we've even got your little ones covered with an array of bibs, onesies, and toddler tees, plus coffee mugs and much more, all with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Each day we will, throughout the program, roll out uh, today's matchups. They're always available if you to vote on when they're enabled for that particular day, which these are. There are four of them all together. Next matchup from our short region. <laughs> That is a that's a tough region. It is. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be haunted house tours versus Pierre vegetarian butcher and his <laughs> lovely wife Kathy. Uh, wow. So let's remind ourselves what those videos are about. We'll start with uh, haunted house tours, which is a number seven seed. Here we go. We had our house built. I like the fact that we're the very first people to to own the home. But are you? Because <laughs> yeah, on an Indian well, yes. graveyard, right? That's where you. Yeah. They no. didn't remove the graves. <laughs> didn't hear was where the owner was caught pleasuring himself by his wife. Unaware that the light from his laptop was obscuring his vision. Follow me into the observatory. I was wearing headphones oh, too. Right? Right? Come in. Uh, Kathy shakes her head. She said headphones like you were all in. Oh my God, I love that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that goes up against a number 10 seed, which is Pierre Robert, vegetarian butcher, and his lovely wife, Kathy. Here we go. I would like seven pounds of steak. Seven steak. pounds of steak. You got it, Buster. <laughs> Step right up to Pierre's butcher shop. <laughs> I got all the blood you need. You should get for Halloween one year, you should go as a butcher, like wow. with blood splattered, yeah. you know, um... Uh, apron no. and everything. That'd be perfect. A vegetarian butcher with all the zucchinis hanging from there. Yes! <laughs> and and mangled tofu hanging from my locks. <laughs> mangled <laughs> tofu hanging from your locks? Mangled tofu would be like dreadlocks, but tofu locks. Yeah. I like it. All right. Actually, We're cooking with gas anyway. now, mustard. <laughs> Oh, my God. We're cooking with gas now, mustard? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, when Pierre starts rolling, you just got to stand you back. just have to because words fly. Uh, and I guess eventually they get into his lovely wife, Kath, life, wife yeah. Kathy at some point, yeah? All right, so uh, the voting is up, and you can go ahead and do that now at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. Let us dive into the Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Five. All right, uh, let's get to some stories. I'm going to start with a couple of really cute stories. Aww. They involve dogs. Aww. All right, so we'll begin with this one. A, uh, you, of course, you only want to leave your house to do essential things right now, like grocery shopping. Uh, some are relying on others for help. And one man really wanted Cheetos bad. He decided to send his dog for them. And here's how he did it. Antonio uh, Munoz from Mexico was three days into his self-isolation when he attached a note and some money to his pet chihuahua's collar and sent him to the store. A pet chihuahua? Yeah, and the note translated to English reads, Hello, Mr. Shopkeeper. Please sell my dog some Cheetos, the orange kind, not the red ones. They're too hot. <laughs> she has $20 attached to, attached to her collar. Warning, she will bite if not treated right from your front neighbor. 
Uh, the dog somehow managed to return with the snack, and Antonio uh, caught the dog's return on video and posted the footage on Facebook. So I'm guessing it's like an individual sna- bag, yeah. right? Because a full bag would be that'd be daunting for a yeah. chihuahua. Probably. We, we need a pallet of <laughs> Cheetos. Uh, and then here's another one. Rolo is a seven-year-old dachshund, or a Deshond. Deshond, yeah. Uh, from the United <laughs> Kingdom that belongs to Emma Smith. And on Friday, Smith tweeted this. She wrote, so my dog has been so happy that everyone is home from quarantine all the time that his tail has stopped working. We went to the vet, and the vet said he had sprained his tail Aww. from excessively wagging. Oh That's so cute. I, <laughs> I saw the little guy, too. He's very cute. After her tweet went viral, she said, for those asking, he's currently on pain relief, and the vet said that he should be healed within a week. This is uh, him on the second day. He's super happy, and there is now movement from side to side, but he's struggling to lift it up in the air. Uh, she also set her dog up with his own Instagram account, Rolo dot the hot dog. If you want to check that out, my cat sprained his tail or broke his tail at, at one point. This was a, an older cat that I had years ago, and it was a nightmare. Oh yeah, he couldn't, because he couldn't lift his tail. So when he would go to the bathroom, yeah. he would yeah. drag oh, no. poop throughout the house. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and I do you know that. what? And I felt so <laughs> bad for him too. Like yeah. it was. Uh, and apparently it's pretty painful for them. It is. Yeah, yeah. All right, how about uh, this one? After a citizen complained to police, an X-rated video store has stopped offering curbside service during the state's coronavirus shutdown. Unfortunately, I don't know what uh, city this is That's in. not essential services? Well, for, uh, the Green Door Video Exotic Boutique has closed <sighs> completely now, but earlier this week... Uh, the sheriff's office received a complaint that through the business, uh, though the business had closed to foot traffic, a sign there offered curbside service. The post stated, the Green Door has not closed its doors in over 40 years. However, in the event of a national pandemic, we do not fall under the blanket of essential business. But just because the doors are locked does not mean that we are still not available. If you need something from us, call, and you know exactly what it is. You can give us a call, and we will do what the restaurants are doing and bring it out to your car. You have a question? No, I think it's in Illinois, Press, because it says... West Peoria. Peoria. All right, it may be Illinois. Mm. Yeah, I need some anal videos. (laughs) It says... I really need them. Furthermore, a March 22nd post apparently tried to cast the Green Doors products as medical necessities. (laughs) They said uh, the most stocked store of intimate adult pleasure items to help during this uh, hectic quarantine includes FDA-approved and doctor-prescribed products along with medical marijuana pipes. Don't they also sell food in edible undies? Uh, that, you know what? Yeah. On a technicality. Yeah. Uh, Monday, a deputy went to uh, went there to obtain a copy of the stay-at-home order. Uh, the deputy visited the Green Door and talked to the manager who said that he thought curbside service was permitted. Uh, according to the officer, the deputy wrote in his report, he stated he believed he could still operate since he sells FDA-approved items. I informed him this was not the case. Uh, the deputy showed the manager a copy of the state order. The manager then closed his store, but he was trying to get away with it for a little while. It's right next to uh, Country Club Barbecue and across the street from I'm No Angel Tattoos. Oh, Ooh. perfect. Next time you're in Peoria. That must be where all the wealthy people live. Generally speaking, a dumpster is not a smart place to hide. Authorities in Beaver, Utah, got a call early Monday morning about people attempting to break into the home of an elderly couple. Now, when police arrived, the potential invaders got into a vehicle and sped away. They eventually caught up to them, but one of the suspects took off on foot. Police found ammunition, drugs, and tactical vests inside the vehicle. Later, a report came in about a man found in a dumpster on the west side of the interstate. 
He was found when a garbage truck picked up the dumpster and dropped it into the back of the truck. <laughs> oh, oh, man. He is lucky that he did not get compacted wow. into it, but that's how they found the guy. Could you imagine that? No, and it happens every it now and then. It does, yeah. Ter- it's, it's a pretty horrifying thought. Uh, and there you go. We will wrap up the bizarre file right there, my friend. Um, let's take a break. We still have one more Daily Rush uh, matchup that we're going to highlight at some point before we wrap for the day. Uh, our Word of the Week prize, we are giving that away today. So, no sad, bro. It's Friday. <laughs> exactly. We'll have that for you coming up in a little while. We want you to win the Word of the Week prize, and we'll also get trash, music, news, lesson, question, that stuff next. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going uh, I'm to I'm light a fire tonight. Yes. Oh. In, a, in, the, in, in a fire on in a neighbor's fire pit, porch. In, in a fire <laughs> on my neighbor's porch. <laughs> uh, but I think sitting outside this evening yeah. with a fire going... Couple of brews. That's the way to go. So, uh, yeah, a couple of hookers too. Uh, no, we can't. Not Social break. distancing. I can't do that right now. Yeah, you can have them stand, you know, out in the yard and dance. Well, I could do that. We'll look into that. But anyway, uh, it's going to be a great day for uh, outdoor activities, and uh, even Ooh. you can include that in. Activities. <laughs> activities. Um, all right, uh, well, let's do one more daily rush madness. Yes, uh, match. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All righty. One last one to highlight before we head into the weekend. And in fact, I said you get 24 hours to vote. You get the whole weekend to vote, actually. Yeah. Uh, so this is in the Gadzooks section of the brackets. The videos facing each other will be Prince Harry Needs Wendy's against Casey Doesn't Care. So let's remind ourselves what that was all about. So Prince Harry needs Wendy's. Here we go. Hey, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's relationship has been the subject of intense speculation since news first broke of their romance. More recently, Meghan was credited with turning Harry onto yoga, green juice, and a generally healthier lifestyle. Oh, boy. But new reports have emerged that allegedly reveal a much more nefarious influence. Listen, Jeeves, I need you to drop by Wendy's and take me <laughs> for some burgers. <laughs> one of those super thick frosty shakes. Uh, since- I'm dying over here. <laughs> she has me drinking grass. (laughs) (laughs) No, he just needs some normal food. All right, and then uh, the other video is Casey Doesn't Care. Uh, I don't re- just on that description alone. I don't remember what remember this is this about. One. I think I do, and I'm I'm going to give you the side eye the whole time, Preston. Uh oh. Okay. Oh. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> I said something about fish. I oh, think. did you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall. Right here we go. I, I found no God, idea. and God says this music sucks, <laughs> and I can no longer. <laughs> I'm sorry, Casey. This music sucks. This music sucks. This music sucks. Getting oh, the look. He just killed me with that look. He just killed me. Take the shots. I, I was just care. doing a play off of the old, the, the Grateful Dead thing. I know. You know. Casey, how does it make you feel? The, the two deadheads. I don't care. This music sucks. I don't care. This music sucks. I don't care. <laughs> and it's one of those... Where they did video editing on yeah. it with me repeating. That's why you hear my voice sound and switch and sound different. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, it's because they did this video editing to make it look really <laughs> evil. 
Uh, so watch that video because the production value is up a level. On you it. need to watch because there are little, as you said earlier, nuggets that are, are not in the sound clip that you're hearing. Yes. Now, uh, I do have a question from Marissa about that because uh, Casey was watching. If you can't pull her up, it's okay. okay. Maybe she can just gesture we or it. use sign language because I'm watching her on uh, <laughs> on FaceTime. Uh, but with those videos, if people want to watch the entire video, because I know you just have those clips uh, on the website. Do you have the entire video that they can watch? Okay. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah. So if you go to PrestonandSteve.com right now, you can click on the, Mar- uh, what are we calling it? Daily Rush Madness. <laughs> and um, each link has both videos plus a link to vote. And by the way, you just click and vote. You don't have to sign up for yep. anything. You don't charge anything. Just click vote. Okay. The reason I ask is because uh, yesterday, Casey and I were watching a clip and it was only the isolated part that we've been playing on air. Yeah, that was just that's just on I guess uh social media, right, Maris? And you'll yeah, you'll exactly. okay. Okay, got it. Murphy All right. made us little teasers that are on our Instagram page. Right. If, if you, you go to okay. if you go to pressesteve.com uh and you go both videos for each all the videos for every day are uh uh right there. Full videos. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was on the social media post. Right? Yeah. So you would mention how, you know, so- sometimes it's it's just, uh, you know, us talking in the studio. And then other times, um, the, you know, Nick Murphy and his crew will, will really produce the, the video. And, and so there's a uh, one of the ones it, up for uh, voting right now is Sarah Jessica Parker is a horse. Yeah. There is a there is production in that one as well. That and, really and makes it, it fun. Really makes it really fun. makes it funny. Yeah. yeah. So take a look when you get a chance. We're going to do today's lesson question. I don't have them. Um, oh my God! Well, we can go to Nick. Oh wait, they're right here. Oh, they're right. Oh, uh, well, just hot off the presses, as they say, gang. Ooh, smoky. Which, by the way, we're going to give away a digital download of Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, let's see. How about this? A Vietnamese chef who's making coronavirus burgers uh, is serving what for dessert? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know that. All right, uh, the Vietnamese chef who's making the coronavirus burger is serving what for dessert. Don't guess. You won't ever guess it. You had to have heard it. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and we will do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's get some stories. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Jared Leto, not denying reports that his recent 12 days of silent meditation at a retreat has convinced him to start a religion. Leto says while he has no plans to be crucified, he is strongly considering going on a juice fast. Oh, my God. A class action lawsuit being filed against the chain New York Sports Clubs for still charging dues while being closed for the coronavirus. A spokesman for the chain says its customers are still getting a workout when they tug on their locked doors. So there you go. And finally, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have decided to leave Canada and are now living in a secluded home outside of Los Angeles. Harry says the home they are in is sprawling and has lots of home alone memorabilia and a wall with handcuffs mounted at child level. (laughs) (laughs) It's your Hollywood trash. All right. We shall see if we can uh, find an answer to this question. Uh, The Vietnamese chef who is uh, making a coronavirus burger is serving what for dessert? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Kevin for the answer. Hey, Kev. Oh, I got through. You did. Absolutely. Sweet. All right, Kevin, what is that Vietnamese chef serving for dessert? Diarrhea pudding. Diarrhea pudding. You're correct. One moment, my man. 
You have won yourself a digital download of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, the final film in the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. Available now digitally in HD and 4K Ultra HD and via movies anywhere. Uh, available per- physically, I'm sorry, in 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD. And that is on March 31st. Let us now do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salish University, offering quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologists will help you hear your best. For more info, visit salisuhealth.com slash PEI. So Pearl Jam's 11th studio album, Gigaton, arrives today. It's the band's first LP in seven years. Since 2013's Lightning Bolt. (laughs) It was supposed to be launched with a massive global listening and screening event this week, as well as a spring North American tour. Both fell victim to the COVID-19 pandemic. Although the band did set up a preview hotline and release three tracks in advance. Hey, Nick, besides the uh, the tracks that have already been released prior to today, have you been able to listen to it at all? I have, yeah. They put it all up on YouTube. And uh, Brent Porsche hosted uh, the entire album last night. So starting at midnight, uh, MMR did the world premiere of the brand new record, which is really cool that we we were able to do that. So kudos to Bill Weston. Uh, for getting that done, I have I've only listened to a few of the songs on on YouTube so far, but uh, I can't wait wait listen wait to listen to the whole thing again. And people that bought it uh, bought it on vinyl, uh, so the vinyl showed up before any of the digital copies. So some people were having vinyl listening parties yesterday. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Nice. And for those of you who play guitar, yes, we put a flanger on Nick's voice. Yes, uh, in yeah. case you were wondering that effect. <laughs> uh, it remains to be seen how sales are affected by outbreak. Uh, many physical retailers are closed while Amazon's prioritizing uh, deliveries of essential items over things like CDs and vinyl. It's unclear whether digital or streaming sales of the LP will be impacted as well. But that's out today, gang. Very cool. today. Uh, we were just talking about Trent Reznor earlier this morning. Nine Inch Nails has surprise released two new albums, Ghost 5. Uh, Together and Ghost 6, Locust. Scary. And uh, made them available for free, uh, consisting of 23 new instrumental tracks. Uh, They are described on Nine Inch Nails' website as two different records for two different mindsets. Uh, He and Atticus Ross, Trent Reznor, said, As the news seems to turn even more grim by the hour, we found ourselves vacillating wildly between feeling like there may be hope at times to utter despair. Often changing uh, (coughs) minute to minute, excuse me. Although each of us define ourselves as antisocial types who prefer being on our own, this situation has really made us appreciate the power and need for connection. Uh, They continued saying music, whether listening to it, thinking about it, or creating it, has always been the thing that helped us get through anything, good or bad. Uh, With that in mind, we decided to burn the midnight oil and complete these new ghost records as a means of staying somewhat sane. so Sounds like Trent be tie type And it's free, uh, by the way. So, yeah, he'd be tie type but he'd be creative. Uh, the Nickelback <laughs> Riff Challenge is on. Okay. The challenge was launched online earlier this week. <laughs> and, and has now been endorsed by the band itself. The band wrote, we have a friend who told us about the Nickelback Riff Challenge, and here are the rules. Put a Nickelback Riff. And pick a Nickelback riff and play it. Uh, one take, no revisions. Post the video as a reply to this tweet and tag a friend to challenge them to do the same. And let's see what you got. 
Um, so they are going to go for it. it uh, most of the responses have come from fans, but one user who took up the challenge was Three, day, three Days Grace singer and guitarist Matt Walst. Uh, let's see. I had to bring up something from my favorite band, Rush, is out, so i got to hit this. Out today is the 40th anniversary deluxe version of Rush's 1980 Permanent Waves collection. You going to get it? I think I think I might because and they've put out a lot of, you know, anniversary stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure Permanent Waves is my favorite album. It's the one I go to consistently to say, this sounds the most like Rush to me. Uh the new set is available as a super deluxe edition, as well as two C D triple LP and via digital formats. And it comes with all kinds of stuff, as you imagine. A 40-page hardcover book filled with reimagined artwork. Wow, a colander? Original album designer, a colander. <laughs> Uh, unreleased photos from the band's archive and an exclusive 12,000-plus 12, word essay. Jeez. Also included is a blank sheet of Le Studio letterhead, which they recorded a lot of their that albums That means there. The Studio. A 20-page, 5-inch by 7-inch Le Studio notepad, two replica tour programs, along with three Neil Peart handwritten lyric sheet lithos, and three band member backstage laminates, along with other collectibles. And it's wild because, you know, I just I just think of the album as as... The album as to what it is, but when I was looking at it, I was just I went and I looked at the track listing, which I know every single song on here, but I forgot there's only six songs on that entire so give, record. What are they? Uh, so it opens with Spirit of Radio, right? Goes to Free Will, Entre New, uh, and then you have Different Strings, which is a rarely Getty Lee lyrically written right. song, and then just two song, uh, two very long songs, my favorite, uh, Natural Science. And uh, I'm trying to not look. Uh, Natural Science and Jacob's Ladder. Ah. Uh, and thank you. Like, thank like you. the... Uh, six. Who did the... Uh, Huey Lewis, that, that version, right? They do the Jacob's Ladder? Uh, no. Yeah, they did do Jacob's Ladder, but it's not the... <laughs> I forgot about this song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, so, anyhow, that is out. Really cool. I may have to get that. Uh, Jackson Brown revealed uh, he has passed coronavirus on to his son, by the way. 46-year-old actor Ethan Brown. Uh, Jackson, who is now 71, believes that he picked it up this month traveling between L.A. and Manhattan for the Love Rocks NYC benefit. Brown gave an update on how he's doing. He said, I'm sequestering in place. Uh, I have people who work for me who drop off food for me. I have the help I need. I did pass it on to my son, Ethan. He's isolating in his house. He's an actor? Uh, I guess so, but I I don't know what to level. And his symptoms are also somewhat mild. He didn't go to New York. He had the foresight to say, don't go. Uh, I thought in my ignorance that it was manageable, that you could be careful, follow the procedures and be safe. My son was right, and I should have uh, gone to this show. Uh, I shouldn't have gone to this show. Brown went on to explain that he sought out help when he realized he was ill, but it was neither abating or developing into something worse. He said, I wasn't getting sicker and sicker. It wasn't even the kind of sick where I'd miss a day of work. Uh, the kind of thing that would usually turn into a huge chest cough, nothing like that. It was just weird. And that told me uh, that this was not like other colds or flu, for me anyway. Uh, I feel very fortunate. Uh, it didn't knock me out that bad. I have friends who were in the production crew in New York, New York who are quite sick. Uh, it just goes to show you uh, that you don't know if you're going to be one of those who gets hit really hard by it or not. Because some people <laughs> yeah. get affected by it. They do. It. De- even if you don't have a pre-existing condition or are elderly, uh, it's just kind of, you know, picking and choosing a little bit. Uh, Dave Grohl has shared the first edition of his newly launched Instagram account called Dave's True Stories. Uh, the premiere story is about a 4th of July fireworks display 
that went horribly wrong with Dave writing that he thought he was setting off a harmless little rocket on his mom's street, but instead accidentally detonated two gigantic balls of flames, oh, a flame the size of comets that shot at least 100 feet in the air. Uh, the tale recalls a pair of events tied to Dave setting up his basement 606 uh, studio in Alexandria, Virginia, ahead of uh, There's Nothing Left to Lose in 1999 with Foo Fighters. The story takes Dave on a road trip to Nashville to secure a recording console for his new place and how a small firework he purchased along the way ended up giving his mom's neighborhood a, quote, baptism of boom <laughs> that resulted in lawn chairs flying, grandmas running, and children screaming. It just brings uh, something to my mind, Preston. There was a fireworks display in Massapequa, Long Island. I think I described this on the air. <laughs> yes. And everyone's out there, and grandmas, and oh, I need a blanket because it's chilly, and I brought a thermos. And everyone's out there, and, and one goes off, Bam! And from under the the train overpass, bats come flying. (laughs) (laughs) Just people were scared crapless. It was hilarious. That's great. Uh, This is interesting. The Zebra Crossing, located outside of Abbey Road Studios, is one of London's most popular tourist spots. It's actually meant to cross zebras? Yeah. Well, no, the zebras walk across it. Oh, okay. But on Friday, the city (laughs) went into lockdown. And the streets and tourist hotspots are empty. So while the priority of lockdown is to prevent the coronavirus from spreading, the city has also seen it as an opportunity for maintenance work. And on Tuesday, city workers gave the Abbey Road crossing a fresh coat of paint. Oh, you cool. said it, it's so incredibly busy there all yes. the time yes. that you're likely to get killed if you attempt to do it. Yes. Uh, Twitter users described watching as the number of tourists slowly dwindled, leaving behind an everyday crosswalk. Typically, the crossing is packed with tourists. As pedestrians dodge traffic in an attempt to uh, copy the cover. You know, even if there's not a lot of people walking across here, there there are cars just flying through there. Uh, So the crossing's popularity pushed the city to register it for historic preservation in 2010. Castles, theaters, and cathedrals also often earn that title. Uh, But this was the first for a crosswalk. Uh, the declaration means the cross crossing can be altered only with the approval of local authorities. Yes, Steve, you were mentioning on the show yesterday, perhaps, like, hey, could we use this opportunity to yeah. road, maintenance. Do that road maintenance? I saw them stuff. doing stuff on, on Lincoln yesterday. And the guys were, were, you know, obviously they're in their suits and their stuff. I've been mean, wearing three-piece suits. No, they're, they're in their outfits, and they're doing uh, the maintenance. And they're s- keeping a distance. But, yeah, why not? Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, there was. I saw some people getting an uproar over There was a... Uh, company doing some lawn maintenance work yeah. but it was one guy working by himself yeah, yeah. i you know come on at a certain I, I, point listen, i don't see an issue with that yeah. but anyhow we, we do have to calm down just a little bit you yeah. know what i mean obviously we want everybody to be safe and we want this thing to be over as quickly as possible but yeah you know yeah all right and then one last thing is a uh, a clip i haven't heard this steve you said it over dave mustaine yes and, and his daughter electra Right. Uh, they, uh, you know, and a lot of musicians are doing online performances. And is that what this is? He That's what daughter? it is. And he did it with his daughter. It's a, a cover of a Beatles song you know well, Preston. Okay. And uh, let's play that since we were just talking about uh, the Beatles crosswork. In fact, this, uh, yeah, here we go. Keep on the Get the right now. 
She's got a nice voice. Yeah, pretty good, right? Not bad at all. I wonder how she looks like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Uh, you would think that um, a lot of these, you know, at-home musicians would have a studio quality as opposed to just playing right. through yeah, a speaker. Right. Yeah, through a, a little amp. Uh, but they recorded at Nick's house. You got to get a. Uh, I have found you have to get a. Uh, you have to get a unit that transfers the audio from. Um, Analog to digital, yeah. If you're going to record it, and so you got to spend like a hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah. But you can come on, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> I would. If I were him, I would maybe pick up uh, a dog dog. I don't, what's a dog dog? It's a dis- <laughs> domesticated canine dog. <laughs> you fell for it. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't. I've been working on that all week long, and I still fumbled it. What's what? a dog dog? <laughs> it's a domesticated canine dog. <laughs> You, hey, you'd have I to, did that for myself, guys. I know, and listen, we were only too happy to give you things. Uh, uh, you would need that inherent pause, though. What's a dog? Dog? What's a dog? Dog? Let's just listen to him. It doesn't matter. I still, I can't believe wow. I, you I did fell it. for it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, idiot! The book. You're so stupid. <laughs> and you That's fell what for makes it. this funny. Like a house That's of cards. That's not what makes it funny. A dog, dog, and, and then I say, okay, so what's a dog? Now, if I pause, uh-huh. if I said, what's a dog, dog? Yeah. Uh, then yeah, that would sound like it. But yeah. what's a dog, dog? What am I missing here? <laughs> Nothing, Kathy. Kathy you don't let your you're normal. Boom. It's okay. You don't let your shield down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let your shield down and get the dog dog jokes. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's music news. <laughs> that's dog, 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 dog. What's a dog dog? Uh, what's what's the what's another one like that? Um, well, up dog. Oh, give him a little up time. Dog. Let him, up, dog. Up, dog. Yeah. up dog. Up dog works. That's better. That works. <laughs> what's up dog? Listen, yeah. I've been well, trying. I've been trying because I got you one time, and then every time after that, I haven't been able to crack it. Uh-huh. And then I finally figured something well, out this listen, week. You and, live in the shadow yes. of uh, ball sacks are yummy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Is that I the do. What you're talking about, or what? What's the one where you got me? Uh, it might have been up dog. Okay, probably up dog. Up dog, but your and your crowning pie- achievement was handing Preston this sheet of paper, which he read on the air. Ball sacks are yummy. <laughs> yeah, that's still that was a good one. And that one, I, <laughs> that one, that one has legs. But uh, dog dog. All right. <laughs> I should have noticed because you started looking all excited before oh, you said you it. Did it. <laughs> you did it. You did it. This is a perfect setup. It was. Uh, it reminded me of when I taught my nephew the uh, uh, knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. And then he tried to do it, and he couldn't do it in time. Right. He'd be like, he would say, "Oh, uh, interrupting cow. Who?" And he would go. He'd be like, "No." What's the response on the the text? Let's see, Casey. That was so stupid. It was funny. Thanks for the laugh, dog. Uh, Casey, does he talk to hear himself talk? Dog. Sometimes. Dog, dog, WTF. Yes. Uh, the answer to that question is yes. Casey needs to go into timeout. Uh, timeout? Casey, Casey's showing signs of hysteria. <laughs> Casey laughed. Uh, Casey has been a train wreck today. I love Casey. He's fearless. Uh, just keep moving forward, big guy. Uh, thanks, Casey. I feel better now, an idiot. <laughs> oh, so that was the nice one. That's that was the nice one. That's from B. Weston. Uh, you have a dick fur on your chin. Okay, well, we know what that one is. Yeah. Uh, headway. Oh, no. They said they wrote headway, but it's henway. It's supposed to be henway. Right. 
shut up, Casey, dog. <laughs> and then I love Casey. So you got the yin yeah, and the yang. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the yin yeah. and the yang. You got the dog and the dog. That's right. right. Wait, but- so did I, I'm, I'm really asking, I'm serious about this. Did I miss something? What did that have to do with music news? Yeah, he, it had he nothing to, to do in. with music yeah. news. He, 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 was, he yeah. said it to confuse me because he knew I, I wouldn't know what dog dog means. And I go, so what's dog dog? Or what's a dog dog? And it's a But it play- was like, it was immediately after... So I thought I thought it somehow tied into that last story, and no, I had missed something about Preston that story. Was, it Preston was meant was, to confuse him so that he would give the response okay. case he was looking for. Preston was talking about some equipment that Dave Mustaine should get in order to sound better, and that was like, oh, here's my seam. I can act like a dog dog is a piece of musical equipment. Okay. Right. right. And there you go. Anatomy of a joke. What <laughs> <laughs> Pinecone. What would you... <laughs> That was the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pinecone. Pine okay. Just checking. Uh, <sighs> no Yo, sad. No, no sad, bro. No sad. It's Friday. No sad. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get ready to wrap up the show. Make sure that you stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Dinosaur pileup, and the song is called Round the Bend. Nice little flavor to that one. Something to keep in mind, too. It's a, um, yeah, yeah, everything's around the bend. Uh, Creedence song called uh, Going Up Around the Bend. Yeah. Come on the rising wind. We're going up around the bend. That's a good song. Uh, so enjoy good songs today. <laughs> if you like music, listen to it. <laughs> As I, I'm still laughing at some of the text messages coming. It came in that says, "No more Casey jokes, bro. It's Friday." <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! It is. It's Friday. It is for those who aren't keeping count. Uh, just to remind you that uh, it, that is indeed the day of the week. My kids have no idea what days of the week these are these days. They have no idea. Things will blur together, but yeah. I would say to you, if you can, treat this like the weekend and make sure you try to do something extra special. Yeah, yeah. and the uh, weather's going to be great today. Get outside. Yeah. I mean, like close to 70 degrees and uh, just clouds and sun. Yes, Casey. I'm not likening this to World War One, but uh, you guys haven't seen 1917 yet, right? I have. Steve has. Uh, there, there is a point in the beginning of the movie where, I mean, they don't know. It's not like, hey, is today Thursday or Wednesday? Yeah. It's like, is today Friday or is it a Tuesday? Like, they have no clue they had been out on the uh, the battlefield yeah. for so long. Yep. By the way, thanks, Case, for that online code that you sent me for the oh, movie. You're welcome. Did you uh, notice the photo of that, Kathy? I did not, Preston. Okay. Uh, and he said to me, I can't believe you're not commenting on the photo. And I'm like, I don't understand. And, I, of course, I went back and looked at the photo and realized that it was Casey uh, naked, I guess? Uh, uh, yeah. With, yeah. with so the he, code in front of his junk. So he... <laughs> I took that picture. Uh, right here, right in front of me. Right oh, in yeah. front of me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, Casey goes, here, hang on a second. He just he goes, take a picture of this. And he turns around, drops his pants. I mean, underwear, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then turns around, and he's holding the code that you're going to need for the digital download in front of his junk. And he's like, take a picture of it. So I, did. I can't believe you didn't notice that. I didn't. You know what? It, it was came, close up. It was close up, and it came through. And, like, you know, you have to click on, uh, like, to see the whole picture was just in right. our text feed so i was like oh cool you know 
thank you. And didn't really like look into the, the code. I wasn't inspecting the code. Uh, but then, of course, when you said that, I obviously saw yeah. it. Uh, mm-hmm. So thank you very much for the code, Casey. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to. I edited just a little bit of it because uh, the, my gut was hanging down. And when I saw that part, I immediately hated myself and wanted to jump off of a bridge. <laughs> so I had to I had to zoom in just a little bit more so you didn't see oh, any of my gut. OK, gotcha. Yeah. Kathy, I remember the time you sent the picture of the guy's thumb. <laughs> Do you Wait, remember what that? was it? The guy, it was actually a penis. It oh, looked yes. like his, it was, it, he was laying next to his hand. It looked like his thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I love that. <laughs> All right, so I want to thank our esteemed guest, Mr. Michael Giacchino. Yes. One of the world's greatest uh, film composers and a super nice guy. And we just had a wonderful conversation. He's got five movies in the works. Two of them he was able to tell us about, which is the next Jurassic World movie and the next Batman movie. Uh, The other ones he said he probably didn't know if he could say anything about yet, but he's uh, got this time off. He wasn't going to start working on it until next year, but he's like, well, I guess I'll start working on him now. Yes. Uh, So we had a nice conversation with him. It was very, very cool. And uh, Pierre Robert has sauntered into the studio. Hi there. How are you today? Fine, thank you, kids. Fine, Wonderful. thank you. We made a special announcement today, Pierre, that beginning on Monday, we're starting to give away money several times a day. Liking that. Yep, MMR's Rock Refund, the $500 giveaway seven times a day. So we'll have it twice this time around, like, Very cool. you, like you do, and Jackson cool. will have it twice, and then Jackie will get a shot at it. Nice. So details are at WMMR.com. So we'll start that on Monday, but I just wanted to get the word out about that. I like that very much. Yeah, everything good in your world? So far, it is proceeding so well. Excellent. Good. Well, let's get this letter people are waiting on, yep. and then we will... Uh, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the uh, Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. T as in tomorrow. All right, let's take uh, caller number 7 at 215-263-WMMR. And we'll uh, see if we can get ourselves a winner. I got this text real quick before we find out about what you have going on, Pierre. Uh, it says, Casey, can we get a, a Lauer update on Monday? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Casey spoke to him yesterday. I've been wondering about that myself. He was supposed to, he was on his way to the doctor. Yeah. I mean, yesterday. but he also, two days ago, he was on his way to the doctor. Yeah, so. And then I called again yesterday, check up on him. And he's like, nah, I didn't go uh, for whatever reason. So he said he was on his way out the door. So uh, we'll we'll see how that went. We'll yeah, follow, so I'll, yeah, I'll check in with them after the show today. Okay, excellent, nice. Uh, what's up on the program? Well, we'll have uh, some fun blocks. We got uh, uh, Perry Farrell birthday to get to, so we'll do a block of Jane's Addiction, Blues Traveler for John Popper's birthday, uh, Rolling Stones uh, in honor of a recent anniversary of them, and uh, a lot more for Friday. Our weekend calendar is action packed today. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, yes, for the time being, it gives you time to pontificate. It does. <laughs> I, I just said last week, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nothing. Nothing. I know there's something I wanted to ask you, and I can't remember what it is. There was is. something I wanted to bring up with you kids, and I can't remember it as well either. <laughs> Maybe we'll, yes, yeah. Case? Well, so here's the deal, and this is, the I think, the way things are trending, um, Pierre, is there will be things for you to promote. Um, it's just going to be online things, right? right? Oh, so, okay. Yeah. All right. I know what I was going to ask. Okay. Uh, and, and to mention to people is that, uh, we, we have a viewing assignment for you because next week we're going to, we haven't stopped and really talked about a television show in a long time. Uh, because this day and age of spoiler alerts, you can't really, you can't talk about stuff because, uh, you don't want to ruin it for someone. But I think we're going to give a, um, we're going to give a, uh, a warning and say, we're going to talk about this completely. 
because uh, we need, it's time to talk about a show. Well, yeah. Have you seen uh, Tiger King on I Netflix? Have not. Okay. Uh, I've heard about it. Watch it, and you you can you can uh, be a part of our conversation. You don't have to come in, but you can you can listen to it, okay. and you can come in if you yes, want to. But love it. it's a train wreck. You need to see it. Is it a uh, documentary? It is a documentary. Yes, yes. Okay. seven part documentary. All yep. Right. Uh, and uh, and the, each episode is even even an hour long. Like you could fit it in this weekend, no problem. Oh, wow. The now, whole thing. W- w- just to give a sort of a buffer, Preston, we'll roll not on Monday, but give a, a day or two for people to finish off completely to make sure if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make sure because okay. I think uh, I think it's uh, it's well worth seeing the whole thing. Yep. Is it feature this one guy? A it features guys. several people. Okay. And a girl, um, a couple of girls. Yeah, right. but it's uh, yeah, it's interesting, man. All right. All right. So oh, I wanted, I did want to yeah. ask. Um, uh, in the um, uh, the March Madness thing that you guys are doing, the yeah, Daily Rush Madness. Daily Rush Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, I was amazed that I have two spots in it. I mean, two out of like a hundred and thousand. But um, uh, <laughs> I have I been voted off the island already? Or uh, how did that uh, go? Yeah. there's one. One was Pina no, Colada. I, yeah, I think that's still in. That no? advanced. Okay. Yep. Did so it? that's in. Yes, it did. And then the one was that. today with the vegetarian butcher. That's right. Uh, that's right. Now that's voting goes on th- through the weekend for that okay. one. Okay, so we'll so find out. I have a shot. Of, you got a of, shot. Of you of can rally it. your support. Yes, okay. if you'd like. There's I nothing wrong with that. Yep. Thrilled, honored, and uh, thrilled and honored. <laughs> yeah, Pina Colada beat Kathy's butthole. Oh, ah, right. that's right. And then let me see where is that because I want to see. Yeah, you will go up against. Ooh, you got a tough one next, Pierre. Oh, You're going to be facing Ronald Reagan's uh, porn intro. Oh boy, oh, that's a tough one. But we'll see. Maybe the, Piero Bear, the field of battle. maybe the <laughs> Piero Bear fans will rally. We'll see. Um, all right, we're going we're gonna to try and get a winner. We're looking for yes. caller number seven. It's Eddie. Hi, Eddie. I'm so sorry to bother you guys at work. We're, okay. we're so okay with it. Don't worry about it. What is the word of the week, please, sir? It's heart, as in kickstart my heart. Great day in the morning. You got it, buddy. Nice work, Eddie. And, yeah, just like that, you're going to go get to see the crew. Along with Def Leppard, we're going to give you a four-pack of tickets. The show's coming to Citizens Bank Park. Special guest Poison in Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Saturday, August 15th. Some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com. Sound pretty good to you, Ed? Yeah, Zeus. Thank you guys very much. You got yeah. it, buddy. Hang on, guys. happy. We will get your information, and we will set you up with all that good stuff. All right. Um, we're done. Uh, yeah. I just need to... Sponsors, anything like oh, that? Oh, shoot, Dan. Yeah, we got to do a little quick wrap-up thingy thing. No sad, bro. Uh, no, no sad, bro. We're wrapping up the show. Uh, Bro-dozer. Brought to you <laughs> Bro-dozer. Uh, brought to you by Faber Liquors. Look at how tiny that is printed Faber? up there, Casey. Look at how tiny. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, enjoy local spirits at home. Delivery and pickup available. Uh, Faber easydrinking.com. Okay. Well, that's very cool. FaberEasyDrinking.com. Faber. Also brought to you by Acme. Uh, fresh foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve show. All right. Uh, next week, Casey's handing me this. Um, you know, we're talking to friends. It's what we're doing. Uh, so Todd Glass will be on the program. Todd Glass, very cool. Uh, Scotty Hartnell will be joining us. Uh, Anthony Michael. Anthony, Anthony Mike- Michael Hall. Oh, he left off the hall. My bad. Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, we're talking to Joe Buck next week. Joe yeah. Buck, yeah. Isn't that cool? That's and uh, also uh, Mark Summers, Dr. Oz. It's going to be action packed. And Jane Seymour. And, and Jane, Jane Seymour? Yes. <laughs> wow. I love Jane Seymour. Actually. She's awesome. She came to the camp out for hunger, and we had her saying, we did um, 
We did uh, words that sound dirty but aren't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a uh, 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 what's the, the game we played? Um, Pyramid. Pyramid. Thank you. And she was a trooper. She was She's fantastic. Excellent. All right. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. It is the weekend. Have a great weekend, and we shall uh, join again on Monday, gang. Bye bye. Stay safe. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. The world of comics has been growing for the past 30 years, and that's why Robbie Landis and Ben Morris are here to break it all down for you. Join the shop talk every Monday for the latest in DC, Marvel, and beyond. Find the other identity at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.